This week, we are thrilled to share our thoughts about the two-episode premiere of Ahsoka and deconstruct all the minutiae and lore explored in just two episodes. We know the show is a little inside Gravball, so we try to take it slow, but Star Wars' brain strikes again and we can't help but dig into every name drop, plot dump, and lore development along the way. Please bear with us as we do our best to cover what seems to be the most epic Star Wars show to date. back for another edition of cantina chronicles um this is an exciting one uh we've all been waiting for this bad boy for a minute uh we are going to review the first two episodes of the new live action ahsoka series and review i mean talk about this will be our main heuristic for our conversation today um we are we're in daytime here under the the bright twin suns of um this biome um pretty excited to talk about ahsoka how you guys a lot of sunscreen you need a lot of sunscreen it turns out (laughs) yeah two suns yeah Yeah. double it up Uh, spf 70 let's go but we should we should really preface with sort of the approach that we know that the show is somewhat inside baseball it's like got a lot of lore in it It's just packed with lore and it's kind of unforgiving with how it's doled out and it's kind of leaves people behind who aren't aren't super connected with star wars so we'll come at it like in a way that i haven't seen rebels in a while i'm gonna be an outsider you guys are inside you guys just did a rewatch i and we'll move forward with that but what do you think what do you what are your thoughts i might actually i might actually push back on that a little bit we're we're already starting and i'm already disagreeing with what's happening here we go metal adam and and here's why is because we have our we have what we call a natural experiment going on uh with my wife who has seen zero minutes of rebels same experience and zero minutes of Clone Wars, and she was just like, "I got it." Like Ezra's, like Ezra's the MacGuffin. Like yeah. she knows general like stuff, so she's like Ezra, and she and she would stop and ask questions occasionally. I was I was watching that first episode. I'm like, half of me was watching my wife watching the thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because I'm like, does this mean anything to you? Like like how like checked in or checked out? And it's weird. We got done with the two episodes, and her over is like. I think it's good. I like it. I like it a lot. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel. I very much feel like I came walked out of episode eight again um, with that feeling of like, I don't know. I need time to process. That's mostly because my emotional state right now. Yeah. But um, but my 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 point is that like she asked questions because she was interested, not because she felt lost right. in it. Right. Like she knew there was more, but she felt like I think it did, I think it did a good job of kind of what Marvel sometimes does, which is like holds hands enough, but also rewards deep viewers with stuff. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I think we'll get to that yeah. point where we can argue that I think Filoni did thread the needle in terms of making this feel like an organic continuation of Rebels as in an homage to what's been what the story so, so far, as well as onboarding new people. Like, I really do feel like he intros everything very clearly. And it's like super yeah, just without... fundamental with each character. It's like this person's missing, you know, they're yeah. 
they were greatly impactful during the war, you know, like they yeah, yeah. liberated Lothal, Lothal, seven years of liberation. That was basically the seasons of rebels we watched, you know, it's like, yeah. uh, it's so cool to see that connective tissue. But at the same time, I think yeah. he does onboard people. Um, yeah. It's weird in, in really to hear my wife way. say the phrase Loth, uh, Lothcat. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's in the, because it's in the, it's in the, um, the closed captioning and she's like, uh, cause they're on Lothal. My, oh, I, yeah, my yeah. wife and my son both got disinterested with it just, just because so much Lord Lord dumps were happening, it was basically just nonstop right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It was like boom, 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 boom. This name, mm-hmm. this person, you know, they did this, and it was just a lot. And I feel like if you've watched Rebels, it feels like you know season five. You're just like, let's go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're like, let's yeah. Go. I mean, it's a rare so super for me. I was I was all in, but I do want to. I haven't watched it recently, so I'd love to be on the outside while we talk about this, being like, okay, like, is that? Do we think that? enough people picked up on that you know so we'll, we'll we'll go from there in terms of i haven't seen the series in a, in a minute so yeah yeah i mean it, honestly it, i did but it it didn't really i mean i have an emotional connection to these characters to the rebels characters um you can't not if you watch a series and then i've watched it three times and it's just endeared all those characters to my heart more um but it's yeah i mean they really he really did a masterful job of like thrawn's a bad guy i really think part of that is just the name thrawn yeah. is like thrawn. you just say yeah. thrawn and you give it like a dramatic pause you're like yep. oh that's exactly whoa okay. you say it enough you give it a sting people know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah which which yeah. works man um yeah and when when ahsoka comes up to hera and she's like this map is the key to finding the lost the last great grand admiral of the empire like it yeah. was like it was perfect setup for audiences to know yeah. that this is a grand admiral we're searching for yeah. in the unknown regions and then hera uh, you know, the sort of obvious next step is could that mean yeah. Ezra's out there? You know, that was like, boom, yeah. we're in. Like, let's go. Let's like, go. we're going to find these two yep. people. Let's go. You know, so, story just kicks off. Yeah. Yeah. And to kind of get back to your uh, question, Grant, or kind of thought about like having redone a Rebels rewatch, I almost feel like that did me more harm than good mm. in some ways. Um, and, and personally, I'm not saying for anyone else, but like I love Rebels and I watched it so closely this time. And so near to this that when this started, when like Hera popped up, I'm like, oh, is that really Hera? Or when Sabine <laughs> popped up, it's like that really Sabine? Like, you know what I mean? Like watching this, I think both those a- actors did such a wonderful job and I came around to it. And then again, to and I'm sorry, I'm going to keep using Carly and we'll bring her on. I think at some point, maybe after the season's over to get her thoughts yeah. on it. But she was just like, I love these characters. I love these actors having not seen them before. Right. Because she comes in completely tabula rasa, blank slate. Nice. Yeah loves what's happening to these characters and i'm doing the the over analytical You're like right. i know does this feel like yeah. this character so i did this thing yeah. and then there was a yeah i did this thing with my wife and then there was a meme about it five seconds later i was just like in like the credits i was like oh that's this person and this is going here and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> nice. and then like and someone made a meme of like charlie day in front of like the yeah, credits I saw that one. Yeah. yeah and i was yeah, yeah, and yeah, jenny yeah. just showed it to me and i was like oh yeah <laughs> but i couldn't help it i was like oh just just in case like i didn't know but I think part of it, I just yeah. like to talk to myself when these things are happening. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's happening. Yeah, no, Carly shuts that stuff down real yeah. quick. She's like, <laughs> like yeah. I will ask like the, the questions. Sabine intro you might have been more powerful if you haven't seen Rebels, just given that yeah. you know Sabine flies like a tight defender. Yeah. <laughs> like, take that yeah. down, like, multiple bases. Yeah. So yeah. this is free-flowing, especially more because I'm completely sleep-deprived. So sorry about my brain shooting off in random directions. So sorry slash... You're welcome. Um, I kind of want to ask a question from like the immediate start of this entire series. Yeah, I actually kind of wanted to go in order on this one. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I good. So why I can start off. First question. First thing. Crawl. Yeah. What do we think vertical about crawl, crawl? Oh, yeah, and yeah. vertical crawl, but not doing like the crawl, right? Like it's, it's, I got kind of, it was so ironic. I was like, working on some super yeah. in out text. <laughs> I was working on some super in out text and I was almost certain the show wouldn't have a crawl. And then a crawl started as I was just on my laptop working on something very similar. And I was like, what? Is, is this okay? Yeah, this is accepted in science fiction. You need to catch people up, you know. Yeah. It just, I have it, no it's problem. needed. I think it's important, but it's yeah. it, at the same time, it was it was a little wordy. It was like it was a, it was lot. a lot. It was like I five was, paragraphs. I, I almost expected to just the show just says the same thing over again. So I was, it's kind of redundant. I, honestly, it uses but. it uses a similar format of the Lucas crawl with I think like you said a couple extra paragraphs, but it does the capitalization yeah. trick. Yeah. And so I'm like, you are just doing it. Just do it. Can we just accept? And everything, everything red text and everything coded, has a crawl. coded red in this thing is Sith and like part of this operation, part part of, um, you know, uh, Elsbeth's sort mm-hmm. of like contingent. Like they're, everyone dresses in red. Like there's a yeah. red, uh, red, you know, set mm-hmm. we see later in episode two. It's like, it's just, it's kind of all like pointing to possibly yeah. you know, the Sith, you know, and yeah. obviously the, um, which is Dathomir, which super high fantasy elements. So this is a different breed of Star Wars. I mean, if you're coming to this thinking this is going to be Andor in any way, I think you're going to be you're going to be turned off because it's it's full full on fantasy. Like they've totally punched. Oh my it gosh! Well, the, we could talk about the end credits are like a Game of Thrones copy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So yeah. there's that. It's, a- it's like just straight up like the music and everything. I, I've got a lot to say about Kiner, um, but I'll save that till later. Um. Well, we'll just get to it as we go. But the, do I, you want to do the crawl right now? Do you have it? I have it on me. If you guys want to hear it, oh yeah, sure. I kind of do actually it? want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I haven't thought about it. This is this is the crawl that Filoni went with. The evil galactic empire has fallen, and a new republic has risen to take its place. However, sinister agents are already at work to undermine the fragile peace. A plot is underway to find the lost Imperial Grand Admiral Thrawn and bring him out of exile. Once presumed dead, rumors are spreading of Thrawn's return, which would galvanize the Imperial remnants and start another war. Former Jedi Knights Ahsoka Tano, for, former Jedi Knight Ahsoka Tano captured one of Thrawn's allies and learned of a secret map, which is vital to the enemy's plan. Ahsoka now searches for the map as her prisoner. Morgan Elsbeth is transported to the new Republic for trial. And that's, that's I kind mean, of that's, where that episode of the that's, Jedi. That's a Lucasian yeah. crawl. If I ever heard yeah. one, right. Yeah. Agent you're talking about evil agents, right. You're yes. talking about the politics of it. You're setting it up. It's weird because what would have happened in the old, old EUs, this would have happened, and then they would have gone back to tell the story in the crawl, which we've already seen in season two of uh, yeah. of Mando, right. which is odd. Um, but it helped because, like, I, you know, Carly didn't remember any of these things. And I think I'm wondering if we're going to get these crawls more often now because they are, Lucasfilm is really doubling down. And that sounds negative, but they're really maybe planting their flag in these eras, right? Like, they have, they have gone through and yeah. built out the eras on the website. Like, it is now they're like, this is the thing. And I think what they realized coming off of Rogue One, even of just like people's confusion about time periods, like they're going to have to do these stage setting beginning mm-hmm. parts of like, this is in this era. This is yeah. what's going on. Everyone in everyone. Good. OK, let's go. Yeah. And to start with, yeah. I mean, just speaking on that, we I got something I didn't think where we would actually essentially pick up where we left off in Mando season. Four, yeah. Three. Right. Three. Yeah. Three. Um, yeah. So it's like we're in real time pretty much as far as I can tell. Yep. Because um, um, so, yeah. you know, Elsbeth is captured. I wanted to go back to the crawl for a second, though, and speak to that um, and talk about the music. And, and Grant, I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I thought about you specifically, but Adam, I think you watch like old Japanese film, too. But I mean, 
this, yeah. it didn't That's it just it was just yeah, his, the music and the text <laughs> the vertical crawl i think was like very kurosawa and we know that like feloni from the documentary mm. has been is like has a little like mifuni action figure on his desk to like try to focus his kurosawa but that yeah that's funny i just watched kagamusha last like the other night so it's, yeah it's it's you know becoming my favorite film of all time but uh yeah yeah i do watch a lot of samurai films and this, that's why i love this show and i feel like that i come to this show for ahsoka being like the ultimate samurai yeah. like i the roman basically not of the jedi way doing her own thing not by the standard protocol of the jedi like i love ahsoka i yeah. just love that character so much yeah and so it's i mean so the music plays a huge part in this i mean it is just like yes. straight up yeah. like japanese like samurai mm -hmm. philic yeah. um music over the crawl and then it just like seamlessly blends into like a very it gave me like last jedi vibes the like the oh, first yeah. scene yeah. was just like Absolutely. you're already like dun 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 like it's you're already in it and and it like really modernized um star wars to like the most modern feel you could get and they really just like i really felt it's almost like patrick i'm waiting for like the actual vibe to set in i loved how it started and it was it was like very like lore this is going to be spooky dark side driven oh yeah there was like the war horns yeah. on arcana yes. i was like yeah. that music was awesome yeah. i was like let's do more of this yes. this is the sith empire i want to see war horns and sith riding the battle against the yeah. jedi like if we can key into that stuff that kiner's doing in this i think that'd be cool yeah. like i think that's what they're doing with the past too they're kind of setting up the past as sort of eerie and mysterious yeah. and spooky this is sort of the tone that i thought could hang over the sequence yeah. i was i was hoping for a darker sequence trilogy where like I, the music in this sort of captures that true darkness that sort of lies yeah in the unknown spaces of of the galaxy yeah you know we are getting dave filoni's <laughs> continuation of George's story. Yeah. Right. Yes, like, like are, with, yeah. I mean, he Actually, plays, he plays, of... he plays nicely with everyone, everyone's action figures, but like I was blown away by how much this felt like a Star War to me at times of just like, mm -hmm. oh man, you are setting up new characters, you're setting up the bad guys. I mean, we'll talk about how quickly they set up a hierarchy of bad guys in two episodes where you have yeah. to like get through like five people before you even get the thrawn. It's wild. That well, this I don't is think we need for a while because no. we have the first episode's Master and Apprentice. We see, we meet a new Master and Apprentice. And then we also in episode by the end of episode two get the mirroring master and apprentice. Oh boy, we're gonna have some conversations. Of the good guys who we can root yeah. for, which I'm. It's yeah. it's very exciting. This is a very yeah. exciting matchup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was um pretty cool to see Balin Skull's uh, character. Uh, he got his own hallway scene, which is great, and then Shin Hati. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, dude. To our friend Ray, right? Like this uh, mm, man. Yeah. It's just kind of it. It does hang over all of it, but um, it, he was so great. I like know. his like hallway when scene. He, when he talked about his performance being Arthurian, you yeah. see it. Dude, he's like, wearing see, like yes, armor. Screen, you're like, whoa, this yes, is awesome. Like, I nice. cannot. Yeah, I, I love this yeah. whole style of Jedi. This yeah. is I've never seen anything like this. I know, but like favorite. he's King Arthur, dude. Like it's I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> he is. He's like he's he is no Jedi. He oh. says, but um. But he's not not eaten evil. I mean, I mean, he, he's more like Uther, Uther, yeah. like Arthur's dad or whatever the guy who's kind of evil. Yeah, I <laughs> just like, yeah, like <laughs> I mean, doesn't he very much feel like the ideal of the first order? Right. Yeah. He wants order. He wants order. Right. <laughs> and he's going to get it through this 
unknown power. I can't remember what he, uh, <laughs> I just wanted him to say unlimited power, yeah. but of course he didn't uh, at the end of episode two, right? Yeah. But like, but like he, <laughs> like he doesn't seem to have like desires to rule the world yeah. or rule the galaxy. He just seems to have desires for peace, peace in quotation marks and order, right? He wants like the Jedi want it's again very samurai film he respects like the samurai way and he sort of is just a ronin of his own you know with his own padawan and sort of doing his own thing and it's to me that's super cool i'm like this is awesome i can't wait but it's also flavored medieval with with ray which is like kind of cool where you're like oh this is this is a total kind of new thing i've never seen before and yeah i don't know and again i just uh i i don't want to skip past Ahsoka's just whole Indiana Jonesing on Arcana either. Like I, I, I don't want to jump right to Balin Skull and Shinati. They're so cool and they're so neat, and I love those characters. But like ah- Ahsoka is like mesmerizing. Like I'm, I think Rosario Dawson's really brought this character like a new level yeah. in terms of like just like how she solves puzzles. It seems like everything for her is is pretty simplistic and that she trusts the force and gets through puzzles and whatever she has to deal with pretty quickly. And like, I, I don't know. And like fluidly, especially like how she fights <laughs> the droids and how she just takes on other adversaries throughout the first two episodes. It's like, yeah. Ahsoka's unstoppable. Like I, yeah. Well, she, yeah. I'm excited to see the the match with Balin Skull if if that indeed happens. Yeah, you can tell they're already slow playing it, right? Like they're just like, you got to yeah, wait for like that one. We have apprentices fighting. <laughs> We're fighting HK assassin droids, which is super fun, <laughs> right? An, a oh, bit. An Inquisitor, because an like, Inquisitor. why not? I <laughs> Talk guess? about that for an hour. Yeah. yeah. So like, I know. And watching this, I got done with the episode one. I'm like. Oh, yeah, this is a multiple multiple season arc. Yeah. Right. Like you can watch like yeah. they just set up so much that you're like, you just yeah. can't. Did you guys like that temple puzzle and like the rotating of the, the disc? <laughs> it's awfully familiar. And, yeah. Like, every I, like, Jedi survivor. I started game. reaching yeah. for my controller, but it's, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. um, it, 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 it's, you know, it's fine. <laughs> wow. It's you fine. Guys, that was, that's early. Guys. No, I mean, it, his controller hard. to start playing it. <laughs> oh, you want me to get real negative for a second? Yeah. It was a bigger real. puzzle than we got in the last Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you were like the, but what about the? Did you read into the glyphs on the wall or like the um, the the images, the reliefs of the no. witches? I, of I mean, I was like, maybe it's like, a could be like the party. I don't know. Like, they, it's, I I was trying to read into yeah. that stuff. I was like, is it, are these? Is this kind of like connecting the statues in Palpatine's office to like the past, to like a distant yeah. galaxy? Yeah. Like these people help Palpatine secretly. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, at first I thought it was a phonium, but then obviously we found out it's a Dathomirian stronghold. Um, so yeah, I don't know. They had black eyes and hoods and you know, they're right. generally evil people with orbs. Um, you know, could be yeah, a different <laughs> sect of witches. <laughs> nice. I like Ben's read. Yeah. That was pretty much my read as well. Uh, but I just, it was I, just, that's all I got out yeah. of it. I didn't really. I always assume with Star Wars, you're introducing new lore that will be explained later. Yeah. So somewhere down the line that not even interesting, introducing the possibility of new lore. Like it looks cool. It's weird. Someone else will explain it later as some thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And then we get, then we get Captain Hales. Is that right? <laughs> New Republic captain oh, who's like yeah, not long for this world. Doesn't have a clue. I mean, that guy screams lightsaber. He did not fire. have to go down there. I have no. I, when I when I watched that scene, I'm like, he did not have to go down yeah. there to the uh, docking. He was bored, this, I guess, or something. There's no reason having 
done the EU re the old EU read through. This felt so old EU to me in such a way of just yeah. like and, and and I and I don't I don't mean that in any I really mean that just as as passively as possible because I was just watching this going I could totally see in a book like two Jedi unknown to people landing people like greeting them like it's so weird to think about again so many force users there are so many force users wandering around now and it's just yeah. like and i kind of love it but it's just like yeah this is weird like maybe sure why wouldn't there be another jedi like that's like the idea of like yeah you know there's luke and then there's other people like yeah you know makes the galaxy larger man i'm all for yep. that um you know i was i was a little disappointed to find out that I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna say that no, it was fine. That um yeah, Morgan what? was a, a Dathomirian witch. I was like, oh, that's cool. I feel like the galaxy can have yeah. more than one witch tribe. You know what I mean? Yep. Like more dark side cultists mm. of all women or something like that. Like I'd love to sort yeah. of it, you know, I just I have to get this out before we keep going because it's like this felt like a patchwork quilt or a mosaic of all Star Wars that's come before it. Because yeah. it's like, I mean, we've already said like video games, old EU, uh, George Lucas, like classic. Obviously, there's um, some uh, Rebels beats. I even yeah. like some of the Weaving music. First Order stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some of the, there was like one or two music cues that were so Andor, like so um, yeah. Natal and yeah. um, Bertel. And uh, yeah, I was just like, so I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for this to like get its vibe. And I feel like this intro was kind of just like putting your arms around you, bringing you into this world. Um, and I, I really hope the route they go is like the real like tribal sounding music. Oh, also prequels. Did, yeah. um, did either I mean, of you guys, this is my first question of the day. I have several. Did either yes. of you guys get um, Kenobi or Skywalker vibes off of um, Ahsoka, off of her performance of Ahsoka? Hmm. I, did you I, oh, did you watch it no. twice or once? I watched it twice. No, Wait, I, Skywalker I, that, vibes I, off the performance. I got so Ahsoka. when when Ahsoka. Oh, you mean like Luke vibes? Like she's been hanging with Luke, so she's incredibly zen. She's like Return of the Jedi. No, like, like, that I think that she's that. trying to pattern herself as a Jedi master after. I think personally Obi Wan Kenobi, but like mm, it's weird mm -hmm. because it's it's um, prequel era. Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> very specifically right. or like Clone Wars you know which is what she would be familiar right, with right? right so it makes sense that like she had enough interactions with Obi-Wan yeah right and knowing who Obi-Wan was to to honor that right to honor the legacy of her I mean her family is her father is Anakin and her grandfather is Obi-Wan if you want to get yeah. real basic about it right she can't honor her father very much after what happened with him so to look to the grandfather makes sense yeah um yeah, I was thought of that. And then there was yeah. like one where she sort of goes out. She's like, sometimes you can't follow the rules or whatever, or don't, you mm -hmm. know, and um, which was a very. That's not standard Jedi protocol. She says that to Hu Yang yeah, yeah. pretty early. I was like, uh, when she interrogates Morgan Elizabeth, she basically hints at the, the idea yeah. that she used techniques outside the Jedi, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, a doctrine in terms of how they use the Force to get information from Morgan, which is like, what does that say about Ahsoka? I mean, like, at the same time, we don't know what that is, but it's we also like yeah. I imagine she's just Kylo Ren and like just held, you know, used her hand to just like pull information out. I don't know. We saw some um, Anakin interrogations that were outside of protocol. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Th that would be my guess. <laughs> Anakin outside protocol? What? Dude, no. Yeah, uh, it's also hard. She is a child of war, right? I mean, she was brought into the Jedi Order as a as a as a Padawan. Yeah you know, during the Clone Wars, it's her entire experience. So it's it's hard to like get that yeah. off of you. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, it's I thought you were going to ask, like, Monty, which is just like, oh, they just reshot the scene with uh, Darth Maul. <laughs> like, from oh, episode yeah, one. She, yeah, when she, it's yeah. like a shot for shot. Attacks. I'm like, all right, that's yeah, cool. so cool. <laughs> yep. She's actually my, like, standout character for this these two episodes. Like, I think that character is so cool. I'm like, yeah, the coolest character. Yeah. Um, just the music that plays and how, like, eerie she is. Like, she seems, like, just scary to me. I'm like, if Shin Hati yeah. runs at you, that's pretty scary. I love an enforcer Alan Skull's pretty slow moving. Yeah. He's just like, holds up his saber, blocks a few shots. She's just like darting around. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Like, this is this is not going to be fun for any Jedi that has to. And obviously, we'll I, see. I know we're going through it chronologically, <laughs> but I just love right. the, the lightsaber fight with Sabine. Because I love how many yeah. lightsaber fights I've watched. Because the second she went, I'm like, don't, oh, there you go. Like, that's how you get impaled. Yeah. Like, the second is, you can yeah. take it a mile away watching <laughs> enough lightsabers. Like, oh, no. I know. I felt like her skills have diminished. She looks stronger yeah. even like the first time. And also, she used to fight in her Mandalorian armor with a lightsaber, which I exactly. think is like, if you're not force sensitive, you got to take every advantage you can get. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to talk about Hu Yang for a second yeah. because yeah, yeah. this is like one of the most exciting characters. So we found out from oh, the yeah. Timelines book that this droid Hu Yang <laughs> 25,000 years old? At least 20,000 years old. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 20. Okay. I think because I think it was like 25 is like the beginning of the force. And then like the first time I the order was like was... five years after the start of the order, he was like yeah. in the mix. And I was like, what? Yes. That's but I don't, weird. I don't know if like the force occurred 25,000. Anyways, let's say 25,000 years. Yeah. It is. Uh, so like, the date created is exactly 25,000. <laughs> 25,020. Okay. 25,020 BBY. You're off by 20 years. 20, 20 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> So that is amazing. And the fact that all he's done, like his main job has just been create lightsabers for yeah. Jedi's, like help like them do that, that it gives me the warmest, fuzziest like feeling in my chest. I'm like so excited. Yeah. And so that's how they discovered that Balin Skull, uh, most likely a Jedi from the Clone Wars, um, but mm -hmm. his Padawan, most likely just some rando he found and trained. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I mean, so we just read uh, Heir to the Empire, the, the th original Thrawn trilogy, and there's a character named Joris Sabauth in it. And <laughs> I mean, serious Sabauth vibes off this guy. Like, except yeah, like but, he's okay, I'm going to push back on this, though. I'm okay. going to push back on this. I'm going to say that cloning hasn't achieved sort of the ability to clone Jedi yet. Like, it's... I would agree with that. And to do it is incredibly difficult, I think. I, whoa, whoa. We just saw in the last season they were they were... In last season of this this whole universe, they were cloning. Yeah, but I don't force sense. But it didn't look like Balin Skull and Shin Hati. They look like Snoke's. You know, it looked like it wasn't there yet. No, they looked exactly like uh, Moff Gideon. Oh yeah, Moff Gideon. But I don't think they had yeah. completed the the four. They 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 weren't. They didn't hadn't figured it out yet. I mean, they were still in. They were still in both. I, I mean, sure. Oh, no, no. Yeah, but that, that's like a Gideon that's a clones. small leap to be like. And then we did figure it yeah. out a week later. Like who knows? Like yeah. I just I, Wait, I isn't yeah. Gideon trying to figure that out? Like use the yes. force in yes. his yeah. army? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't so. even so. I wasn't even suggesting it was a clone. I also don't. I also don't necessarily think he's a clone. But yeah, but we. Can, yeah, I was more just yeah. saying that Joris about finally got his apprentice. <laughs> like yeah. that was the evolution. They're yeah. like, right, oh, what yeah, if we yeah. actually just give him the apprentice that he wants, and like maybe he'll just be happy. But he doesn't seem crazy either. He, he's you know no. Not. Um, I just feel like he's a rogue Jedi who's just either you know recruited a Padawan or this is you know a family, a daughter, a cousin, a 
niece like this is yeah. someone he took in who has the force or like yeah someone who's you know someone out there who who he found who has the force he just yeah made this person his padawan and then he's i think a sellsword mercenary it's a, i think yeah. it's he's just this character is just a mercenary yeah like, i don't i don't want to read into it too much because i feel like i don't know there's also the secret of thrawn's return which i'm fascinated with just the concept of his return you hear ahsoka early in this episode i think say I only found out about this map after hearing whispers about Thrawn's return, which where I, which actually led me to yeah. Morgan. So interesting. Is that, does that mean that this, that Thrawn seeded whispers? And then obviously when, when Pelion's talking about the secret of Thrawn's return is of great importance to like it, this whole plan won't work unless his return is secret. And I was like, is he already back? Like, like, is did he already seed some secrets around the galaxy that are like some rumors that are now just spreading and causing people to go in the direction he wants them to go in? And maybe he's using these Jedi and some maybe they are clones, you know, maybe the mountain, maybe they are from Mount Tantus. Like, that's yeah, I don't know. That's a whole I mean, thing. That's a whole thing. Yeah. All know, we have is that line from Morgan Elsbeth, right? It's like, yeah. I hear his voices in my head and Boylan Skull is like, you're talking about like dreams and fantasies, like stop it. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I, he I does think, say he calls to me or something. Yeah, in my I Ron hear his voice in, like, in my head yeah, with yeah. Ezra yeah. or something like. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, we see Lothcats. That's just we're gonna see Ezra soon. Oh, <laughs> Ezra is going to meet a Lothcat. You don't you don't hire a person yeah. to just have him sit there in a in a hologram, you know, a hologram for a, a little bit. But I, you know, I. Maybe actually, no, I, I think do. I guess you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do for a little bit. maybe for season one. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like I mean, I don't he think could be Thrawn dead. Is, they could both be. He dead. could be. Yeah. He absolutely could be. I don't think Thrawn's back yet. I think I think Pelion's been dining out on the threat of Thrawn yeah. for a long yeah, time. Yeah, and I think actually that. what so that's what you think weirdly up to. OK, weirdly, I think we should have read uh, the Thrawn right there being like, and then say this. No, I, <laughs> wait, I think wait, don't say that. I think we should have read the Thrawn duology more than the uh, heir to the Empire. The more I'm looking back at this, which is like yeah. what happens after Thrawn's dead and everyone pretending and they get a look alike to to run the Empire like through Pelion and other people. Right. Like the threat of Thrawn is bigger than Thrawn himself. So I think that's what Pelion is is working out. of. And I think he's going to be uh, in for a surprise when Thrawn returns. Thrawn's coming back. Yeah. I mean, I mean don't not. Use, yeah. Yeah. You know. he, they like I said, they're. Actually, you know, I was saying like finding a good villain is the toughest thing, but they made one, two, three, like four, I, five, if you include the assassin droids, which are great new villains too, but like, f- like four really great characters. Can we, there. can we count down the levels you have to get through in order to get the Thrawn, right? So you yeah. have, so you have the assassin droids, right? You got your, you got your front sure. line and then you got, was it Maroc, Matak? What's his, what's, what's the Maroc? Maroc, yeah. Maroc. yeah. Then you got Maroc, yeah. you're kind of like general. Yeah. Then you got your two dark Jedi. Then you got your Elsbeth. Yeah. Then maybe you get the Thrawn. Like you're six levels deep. They've done this in two episodes. I, was, I stopped at Carly. Yeah. I'm Carly, yeah. they've created an entire hierarchy of bad guys they run in deep. two episodes. <laughs> they it's wild. Run deep. Yeah. yeah, that is wild. That's an achievement. Um, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Like, do we, and because Filoni knew yeah. Ben was watching, he was like, Ahsoka gets an incoming transmission from Home One. Yes, I know. Dude. I got so excited. I heard Home One. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do like the pure canon here. Like, we yeah. Do, like, one. Of course, he would name it that. It's like, because yeah, I mean, what what a classic, the classic ship, I, the classic mothership yeah. of the rebellion. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really super cool. The other thing I took away from this is like, I love the Mandalorian, but the Mandalorian is a very, although it's gotten larger, 
it is a very it started as a very very small story right yeah. it then started bringing in the mandalorian stuff and we got like whispers and touches of the new republic in episodes yeah. here and there like we are fully in like it's it's weird we're in the realm of luke leia and han like we are playing around yeah. right next door yeah. to this stuff which is oh, yeah. wild, wild when you think about yeah. it yeah they almost have to sort of pierce that veil every once in a while but it's at least a what? reference yeah. or a comment yeah, yeah. i thought it was a brilliant morning. setup too like the Zeb stuff we see in the Mandalorian, I was like, this is brilliant setup. I don't need an after credit scene. I would just, it's just, it's better if you weave your story within the story itself. So like if yeah. the previous, you know, content is, has a character that's part of, you know, a larger tapestry that's going to go with another story, have them kind of weaved into that. And I love how Zeb just appears with like Captain Teva at that bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On that, on that cool planet. Yeah. I was like that beach planet. I was like, this is so awesome. I love all this stuff. And then I love how that connects to, it's immediately making me think about, I can't wait to see the other rebels characters brought into live action like i cannot wait now it's like well you got a ton of the idea you know and like i think that's that was just so well done in terms of that way and so when people do sort of raise the you know opinion piece about how filoni might be trying to sort of emulate the marvel the mcu sort of like um macro storytelling like it within star wars sort of mm. using all of it to tell the story versus like just trying to tell a story in your own lane You're like you know gilroy and mangold are, are doing it's like it's 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 interesting that Filoni's trying to use everything is all I'm saying. And I and I think like a lot of people are, are trying kind of making that comparison to the MCU. And I and I I think it's fair, but I think he's doing it in a very smart way where instead of using an after credit scene, you see Zeb in the Mandalorian. Yeah. And then, yeah. you it's know, not it's getting setting up. to think about rebels and like I can't wait to yeah. see the rebels in live action. Sabine's so cool, like her intro will get there. Um, first we have to do first Hera's intro. We haven't even got there yet. But um like yeah. it's so cool to see these characters. Can I make an argument for why Star (laughs) Wars is doing it better than the MCU? Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, Because what you do, and if you're doing any property, this is now the the showrunner, Adam, speaking, that I feel like I I should be, is that you you have your main property, right? Like where all of your storytelling happens. And that's the Mandoverse. They created the Mandoverse. Every show in the Mandoverse is part of this large tapestry, right? Then, once you build it out, then you can tell these separate side stories. You got your Obi-Wan's Kenobi's, you got your Andor, and they don't have to mess around in that main Mandoverse, but you start drawing people over to these side stories. Like, I, it's it's like Marvel can't do that. Marvel can't have a standalone movie, right? Or a standalone series. Everything has to be weaved into this giant tapestry, which is now, and I'm a big Marvel fan, but it is now collapsing in on itself. Yes, it is. <laughs> like, yeah. it is going to become a tiny little yeah. black Note hole. Note the date. Very quickly. It's not great right now. Yeah, and that's because you can't just everyone thinks everything has to be part of it right as opposed to star wars what's happening right now is you know like we knew obi-wan kenobi was just gonna be obi-wan kenobi and we knew andor is just gonna be andor this perfect little side story that all you need it's not gonna have any easter eggs or tell a story that's connected necessarily leave that to the mandoverse and build out the mandoverse and then allow these other stories to happen yeah. next door to it anyway yeah. sorry no makes perfect sense but um anyways just home one home one <laughs> yeah home one home yeah. there that was great. I do. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to pull it. Uh, I think back maybe, or maybe I'm pushing it forward. I don't know. Um, I wanted to talk about it. The, the only thing that I got from the rebels rewatch or the, the main thing I got was um, Ryder Azadi. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, I was like, exactly. Oh my God. I and I recognize him by his voice. He must be the voice actor. Yeah. I didn't, I don't he think he is Clancy Clancy Brown. Yeah. Right? Clancy, Clancy Brown. Brown yeah. yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. That's after home one. 
<laughs> you're like hope one hope is one. the debrief on the whole thing that's yeah. when Harry we meet Harry oh Harry like, yeah Mary Elizabeth no, yeah, Winstead. Seeing a zombie was cool, though. That's another character from Rebels brought to life. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same. Yeah, it's yeah, what you're saying. Same guy. No, you're right. All right. But, sorry. Uh, I won't jump ahead. No. Of one. That was great. And then like, yeah. And I think that's what they've done. Like, normally we'd be talking to um, Leia or uh, Mon Mothma or something, you know, when we're talking to the thing. But they sort of we have General Syndulla and that's Cordis. General Syndulla. Yeah, working yeah. off the home one, which is cool, you know, um, Very from the uh, Alphabet Squadron series and the Aftermath series, that's where she sort of... Filoni takes the time up. to sort of map out the the, the the docking approach, too, for Ahsoka's ship, which yes. I was like, yes. thank you. I was like, so, thank you. Yes. Like, I need no, this. I need that's the a slow really... docking. I need like a little bit more, like the docking needs to slow down. Like I like when it's kind of slow. So that's that's a hugely important part point that i noticed watching this is this show takes it <laughs> takes its time like it, what i love about the show is that like the first episode was like 50 minutes long 45 minutes long oh, yeah. yeah yeah and it so that's 15 it minutes breathing. longer than a, a normal mandalorian episode nothing more not more plot happens it covers in, a lot in that of ground though it covers, it covers but so does an episode of mandalorian he just likes he's telling he's telling a cinematic story. He likes to tell his time. That scene with with um with Ahsoka doing the temple, like doing the India Jones moment, yeah. which may not been like my favorite. I, I loved every second of that, just watching the, the he didn't cut. Like he let her walk from pedestal oh, yeah. to pedestal, pedestal oh, and yeah. turn it and look at it. It wasn't like fast cut, fast uh, yeah. cut, fast cut. I yeah. really appreciate how slow this, Me too. this show is. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's fun. It's like again, yeah. samurai films, check them out. They're yep. pretty slow and they're fun like they're it's really cool it's almost like uh, yeah. you really get to dig into the inner thought patterns of the yeah. characters and yeah. sort of dig into what they're thinking in the moment rather than just quick replies and the sort of like memorized scripting you know it's, yeah. it's different i yeah i mean one of my favorite parts of star wars that i can never get enough of are uh starships either mm. flying into a new landscape like wide nice wide beautiful alien landscape um, or like docking with some sort of structure. Yeah, like, it's like so <laughs> iconic, you know. Um, yeah. And lightsaber fights of the prequels, I think I fell in love with as a kid, and I was like, I've yeah. always kind of those images have kind of just stuck in my mind for a long time. Yeah, yeah definitely. But that makes it feel Star Wars to me. So I, I appreciate Filoni is is leaning in on them um, quite a bit. So she gets a whole deal. Um, Elspeth has been captured. Any what else am I forgetting about Home One other than the fact it's Home One? Not uh, really. Nothing other think... than just Hera and just yeah. meeting meeting Hera for the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hera yeah. is extremely like cool. Yeah. It's like just I love the outfit. I love the attire. She the, looks great. Um, I wish like the show she, just yep. put in like a little bit more like money into the VFX of the the Leku and the headtails and like the of both Ahsoka and um, like yeah. I almost would have like a, done a, a VFX post 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 they move you know like yeah it's so hard a little yeah. bit so I, yeah. it's hard because i know it's like rigging and, and you, you have to simulate well, it and it has to be constantly simulated and it's probably insane i, I don't i wonder if they also did a test because that's so hard because then like i'd be sitting there like going look at those things move right yeah. like, like you almost get distracted it, i would have been like this is so yeah. cool they're like i don't know being slightly yeah. and kind of like 
with the emotion. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I yeah. guess they don't. I don't know if I. Stuff. Yeah. I, would, I, 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 thought, I thought Hera look a lot better in the show than she did in the trailers. Um, just yes. like once yeah. you see the whole thing, you're like, oh, she's actually kind of spot on exactly. Yeah, she's sustained on screen. You're just like, it's Hera. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And uh, interesting tidbit that's she's played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, yeah. who is married mm-hmm. to Ewan McGregor. Yeah, and they had a little Star Wars, Wars family. Yeah, family. a little Star Wars family. And their daughter was they, in, um, was. I was going to ask if they had any kids. Yeah, it was the uh, the so crackhead on that first planet that uh, Obi-Wan goes to. The like girl uh, that's like. Trooper? Right. What's that? <laughs> the clone trooper? No, oh. the, you, uh, the same. Yeah, right after that, I think. The the girl in the pink hair that's like trying to sell him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, nice, and right. you know, talk about how. Like she doesn't have a daughter or father or something. It was like a little wink and a nod. That was just yeah, fun. Oh, that's fast. Yeah. She was great yeah. in that role too, by the way. That's great. Um, yeah. Yeah. That show is f- great. I encourage people to revisit that show. I think it's. Yeah. 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 I love it. Um, yeah. And I, I really liked her performance. I mean, Hera is like always like one of my go-to favorite like stealth characters in Star Wars. I think hasn't gotten enough focus because not a scoundrel, not a, yeah. you know, not a, not a, not a force user, but is like really the heart and the, the, the bone, the structure, the skeleton yeah. of, of rebels, I feel like holds yeah. everything together. And I think you get that yeah. in this, they take that role of her just trying to get Sabine and Ahsoka back together. And then the other thing I was really appreciative and it skips a little bit ahead to the next episode, which we'll talk more in depth about is that I thought we'd only get Hera as like your mission brief. Right, like yeah. kind of comes in has a mission brief, but she actually goes on a mission. Yeah, which I was so excited about. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I'm sort yeah. of wondering if like yeah, like I said before, this is like we're getting a lot of rebels now, and then it'll be focused yeah. on Sabine and and the t- titular character, yeah. um, off on it's... their missions and all the you know and Ezra and all that. But um, yeah, I I, th- yeah. I thought she was a great character, and um, that that's just such a cool scene when they're they're doing the briefing scene, and then. Ahsoka's like, this is the map that holds the key to the lost yeah. Grand Admiral Thrawn. She's, and then uh, it was so cool when Hera's just like, it's impossible. Or like, there's no way. Like, he's still out there. And then yeah, and then I think uh, Ahsoka hints that like, the enemy thinks so. And then then she's like, that could mean Ezra. And then Hera's like, you know, her, and the, the, then when Hu Yang says the map's locked, she's like, well, you know, you should bring, who you should bring this map to? Yeah, Sabine. You know, right. Sabine. And it's like, and that's the Sabine intro. Right. Now we're at Zadi, right? And all that. And I don't know who the senator is. Is he that? That's senator a Kai Anos. Jai Kel is his name. Yeah, who? Yeah, he was in. Who's from Rebels? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rebels. I didn't get a chance yeah. to look him up because I was like, oh yeah, he's there because he's super. He young. he rolls on that speeder with Ezra at one point or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was actually a great character. I think. Did he get pulled out of the like? Um, he was one of the of uh, the academy, the academy, the Imperial Imperial academy. academy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that makes sense. Um, pretty fun. Uh, yeah, it's great to see Lothal flourishing. It's very we get very Ralph McQuarrie vibes off that oh, place. Yep, so cool. Um, and of course we get punk rock that's spelled R A W K Ren. Um, <laughs> with on a on a speeder bike like spray painted. Let's go. It. Like and we get I love yeah this. and like. I, Love this. I was so game. I know. And one so of my favorite roads in Star Wars. And it's like if you watch Rebels, like yeah. you're giddy because you've seen yeah, them a, travel on this road lot. to the space like port yeah. Yeah. Um, a million times. And um I- iconic scene. Music is perfect. Um it is great. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's so odd. It literally sounds like something I would have on my on my shuffle anyway, yes. knowing my musical yes. tastes. So it's really weird going, wait, what's happening now? And I'm like, I love the fact that it's what language is it? Is it Hatiz or is it something I mean, else? It sounded you know, like Japanese not... to me, but yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's like <laughs> some yeah. some rate made up Star Wars yeah, language. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that, that so adds cool. that adds points, right? There. That makes it Star Wars. Yeah. Just seeing it in another language, in a Star Wars language. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I I appreciate it. It took me a second, right? But like, boy, do they love like I the rebels thing that always drives me nuts is whenever they'd be listening to a music like a, a rock song on the radio. Do you remember those scenes? And I'd just be like, oh, don't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this sounds better. This yeah. definitely sounds better. Yeah. yeah, they can definitely definitely get away with that. I love set music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I it was incredible. I thought it was like one of the best character intros I've seen in Star Wars, yeah. and I wish more Star Wars stories just had the sort of gall to <laughs> to push it. You know, and I was yeah. like, I love that. I love it, that this character is just, I don't know, incredible. It felt like out. an Ouroboros to me. Yeah. It felt like the tale of 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 JJ Abrams eating the tale of uh of um of Dave, Dave Filoni. Filoni. Because yeah. boy, did that feel like Captain Kirk's uh introduction. Oh yeah, in, yeah, yeah. 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 Star Trek. Yeah. But almost more deftly handled, <laughs> like and the stunt was yes. awesome and they get away with a, with a better like, actor. Oh yeah, I'm um, I'm here yeah. for this. Like this yeah. this character yeah. wins. Like this yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, dumb. yeah, but it was it was a perfect introduction, except for the L at the end. <laughs> yeah, except for the massive L. But then uh, <laughs> keep going. No, I I love that film. Um, yeah, I, it's a perfect introduction for Sabine though. It's like she's yeah. fearless. Um, she's a rebel. She blows off her. You know, she's supposed to be honored, and she's like, I'm not about that life. Um, you know, she loves speed. Yeah. And Where explosions. was she moments before in the in that same building and just bounced? Like I'm confused. I guess. Like she I guess. was coming yeah. from yeah. the city. I was she very was there confused. inside to leave. I think she was trying. Like yeah. knowing her, she was probably like, "I should do this. I should do this. I should She's do like, this. I'm here. I'm here. Nope, I'm out. I don't want to do this. I'm leaving." Yeah. She's like, "I forgot um, to feed my loath cat. I rather feed my yeah. loath cat than yeah. be here." But I like this is again something we got in the old EU of like what do you happen what what happens when you're a rebel who is now part of a government right like that yeah. is not like can you like and so we get that a bit in the old EU with Han and Lando, and so we're getting a bit with Sabine of just someone's like I'm not meant to be part of a system right like I'm, I'm meant to take I part in a system yeah exactly and I think that's really interesting storytelling yeah yeah really good man, um so yeah they do that we get the um you know she's reunited with Ahsoka, um. And it's yeah, and you get so this is the other line that that no one knows about, right? Apparently, there was a yeah. training situation between where Ahsoka would, took Sabine on as a Jedi Padawan. Um, yep, which we is confirmed in the next episode that she does not have any Force powers. Um, yep, or so light as to be by, under by, yeah. yeah, like doesn't even yeah. I it's not even was so excited. Scale. It's it's rough. By, Prediction from last week came true. Yes. That 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 Ahsoka's theory of Jedi is you do not need the Force to be a Jedi. Wow. That's added, but it's, it's a, a very it's a Adam theory. And um, yeah, kudos, man. Wait, is it is is it? Because I feel like it's just a continuation of the democratization of the Force theme. And I think by the end of this series, you're going to see Sabine best Shinhati by using the oh, Force yeah. and showing uh, anyone can maybe. use the Force. And oh, both. I mean that's another that's another itch. I and the, I would love that too. That that anyone can unlock the Force. Wow. Yeah. Right. That's it. That'd be really interesting. That'd be wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Think... A memory or unlock the Force. Yeah, I feel yeah. it. Like I feel it's coming. I don't know. Okay. I feel like I'm something. voting against that, not because well, it's not a great idea. But um, well, also the that we would break so much. For the longest time, we thought Omega was going to use the Force at some point, and yeah. we're like, "Wow, we were." She will. Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's still going to happen. She's still young. <laughs> we got we got season three. Don't worry. 
Um, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, at the same time, I mean, like, I don't want to, oh, yeah. I don't know. And I don't know if the force, I think Elsbeth also kind of is alluding to another theme that's super interesting. I think Filoni's keyed in on, which is in a lot of fantasy stories, fate is like uh, is a, a sort of major uh, uh, quality to what happens in the story where, in terms of like, it's not always like, person wields the force in a moment it's the force just helps the person working surmount them. the mo moment basically That's so it's interesting. more of like the force itself might help sabine in, in a lot of ways you know what i mean like yeah like han you know like thread the needle you know like she that's all that's what she does in this with the speeder I mean, early in this episode too where she just slides under that star starfighter yeah. and i'm like okay like this is she, at some point there's going to be that like you have, you have one moment to, to solve this yeah. or defeat this person or something. But I like this idea as a devout agnostic, which is an oxymoron. But um, I, I, <laughs> I, I like this idea of just like, um, so it kind of goes against my, my feelings personally, but I like this idea of, from a, from a storytelling standpoint of just like um, the only reason Han Solo is so lucky is because of the, where he's placed himself in the universe and the force knows that he needs <laughs> yeah. this. So like he keeps getting these random victories because the force is like, oh man, you're such yeah, an it, idiot. Like, yeah, I gotta help like, you yeah, out because yeah, the force galaxy. needs it. Like, like this idea, just like some people are luckier than others because uh, of the force. That's, uh, I mean, that's my headcanon too. It's like the force works in mysterious ways and maybe it's propping up yeah. Sabine, you know, to do all this stuff. However, Sabine kind of sucks. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The Whoa. Ooh, all right. I mean, come on. She was Go selfish. She was impulsive. She like and oh, you're, we'll, we'll set up the, the map. character. She loses yeah. the uh, the star map is stolen. Yeah. Yes. It's brutal. She's, it's it's almost like a Star Lord Endgame situation. Yeah. It's like or Infinity War. Situation. You're I like, know, but it's like no, <laughs> all because she needed like a more vibey workspace. Like, come on, like. Girl, no, I relate. No, because she's a being, little, but honestly, like under the I, circumstances. No, because here's the thing: you're you're being you're giving her too much credit by saying she needed different workspace. She's being a petulant teenager. I know that I know the actress is older than a teenager, but it yeah. is very much like a continuation of that character. Who like both her and Ezra were very petulant yes. throughout Rebels, which is part of that, right? And I and I agree. Like yes, um, dealing with a strong wield uh, willed uh, kid right now, uh, it's very frustrating when they won't listen to logic. Um, and that's one thing I have to realize that's going to happen for the next 28 years of this kid's life. But you know, like part what of it is in 28 this, years. I, I die. I don't know. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's an that's oddly really specific dark. number. I, I just, I don't know why I threw it out. Cause I guess the 18, I'm like, that's not right. It's just a brain adding She'll, 10 yeah. to 20 to 18. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like, I have no, I have no plans for 28 years from now. Um, other than maybe we'll have, we'll, we'll reach the, uh, the, everyone will be part of the computer at that point. It doesn't matter. So anyway, oh, right. where am I going? What's happening? Sorry. So, well, the, so my point is, is that like, yes, it is frustrating. She's a frustrating character. Yeah. And I agree with you. It's one of those things where you're just yelling at the TV going, make better choices. Yeah. Right. But this would have I been a short series if she just figured that for out. For me, right it's like she's yeah. Luke Skywalker with an edge. Like I, for me, she's yes. the main character. In she all is ways. Every... I'm excited. She's I'm Anakin. Pumped. She's everyone else. And now, and now, yeah. basically, now you have uh, uh, our title character, Ahsoka, having to yeah. train a very petulant non person user. who, <laughs> right, who's very similar though to Anakin and Luke in some ways. And so I like that turning on the head of her having to like deal with, yeah. basically, save Anakin, you know, in a way or a similar yeah, character. That's true. But it's like, I mean, I feel like if you're force sensitive, you're attuned to 
the balance of energy around you and it makes you a more calm and like stable person um and you know sabine doesn't have all that she just has explosives and you know loud music and like that's it and a lot of blasters yep, right uh, speaking of completely stable a, people right mandalorians uh, no yep. more <laughs> um balen skull and shin hati and morgan elizabeth all gather on arcana after that sabine intro and they're like the music that's playing yeah. is so spooky i was like i yes. needed your feedback ben on like that sort of stuff that's that's the sort of stuff that i thrive on i'm like oh this is the dark side can be scarier than old guys you know filibustering to the youth you know what i mean yes. like it can be mm-hmm. spooky yeah like the dark yeah. side yeah, can yeah. be scary and like yeah. this show gets that so right and i yes. think like if you want that element back in star wars feloni is the way forward because he and, gets that yeah he it makes sense that it. this is what we see the dark force now that's on its back foot Right, because it's no longer in the power position oh, in yeah. the universe. Right. So now it's back in the shadows. Right. Right. And it's acting in the shadows. And boy, is it spooky in the shadows. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, loved yeah. it. All the all well, the... it could have been spooky in the light too. Like in it could have been always spooky. Yeah. And it I was. Mean, I don't know. Return of the Jedi is pretty spooky. Was, like when yeah. when he has like when you when you look at like what's going on in his court of people. Right. <laughs> right. But then you go to like Exegol, and that's where the real darkness lies, and that's sort of operating in the shadows. Yeah. I mean, it's always yeah. spooky, but like I think generally yeah. spooky vibes are great. I love the music beats that he does. It's like really oh, like yeah. Like Shin Hati is kind of like what is this so. place? Yeah. That was oh, come on. That that was that's the stuff I'm here for. You yeah. know, I'm waiting for more of that sort of Star Wars. Yeah. That. No, I can't. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like I want to see the adventures of you know of Bale and Skull and Shin Hati forever. Like maybe they'll get an animated <laughs> series or something. But like, yeah. but like, I can you imagine yeah, like yeah. just like you know what is their ethos? They're not like yellow eyed like Sith. They're just like you know what? We're tired of the system. We're doing whatever we can. Or it's just like we got to look out for ourselves, and this is what we're doing it. Like because yeah. in that next scene, Ahsoka gets like Hu Yang identifies them as yeah. like he actually ran away after the clone wars and then i think there's a line uh, ahsoka or hu yang say says like like so many jedi yeah and i was like oh we have so, so much many. territory yeah. and so many I mean, stories we can it makes tell sense so we have so many inquisitors I love like we have line. so many stories like we have cal kestis and yeah. we have cal of doom like we just are so many people did not which makes yeah. sense like there should be a lot you're not gonna wipe them all out yeah, yeah. generate a lot of storytelling that yeah that was very thousands down to dozens yeah. right like that's that to me seems like a fair culling yeah for, also, for also storytelling says like there aren't many who can wield the force anymore. Or it, yeah, it, there's so few of us left. Yeah, so few of us few left. Of them left. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. it's a cool line. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, like so. There's not a lot of force wielders, but also a lot of Jedi ran away after the Clone Wars. Yeah, cool. Like I love that. It sets up conflict immediately. I love all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, they need to set up like what's happening. You know, another generation at this point. It's like, right. and and I think that's what Shin Hati represents. Um, and but maybe they're just few and far between, and it's a big galaxy. So. Um, yeah. I kind of like that where it's like it's a really, really rare, rare thing to find someone with the force instead of like the Jedi are here again, you know, like. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's it's so cool now because you that we're now where Morgan Elsbeth reveals that she's a, a witch of Dathomir. Yeah. And it's like this was the big reveal. Um, I yeah. thought it was fine. There wasn't a lot of clues to that in episode seven of season no, no. might have been a, a realization of, hey, we could do. Well, this. she Nothing she held her own against Ahsoka with a you know Beskar staff, which is something. Yep. 
you know. Yeah, that was something. Yeah. That was cool. I just thought, yeah, and like you said, Ben, I think earlier in the pod, you were just like, you know, we can have other factions. Like, yeah. it doesn't always yep. have to be the faction that was in the most recent video game. Totally. Most recent. You know? yeah. And again, I was thinking of Marin, and I was like, you know, Morgan just, Elizabeth's more powerful than everyone we're watching right now. Yeah, I, she can just yeah, turn into green fire and just like raise the dead. Just, I don't know, immolate. It's like, yeah. yeah. I uh, raise the dead. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> okay, a lot. Like, is this how we get our Anakin uh, cameo? Um, so, so I feel like I feel like the thing is, I agree a hundred percent with all of this. How, but boy, do they love or does Filoni love the Night Sisters, right? If you look back at the Clone Wars, there's uh, so yeah. much. Did he the so, I mean, he basically like filled in all the no, that that's a really good question. I think he did. I, I mean, when... we knew that Maul was oh, there's from a Dathomir. Book. There's a book where they started, I think. Okay, I mean, because they, yeah, because I, I mean, he might have he did a lot with the Night Sisters. Anyway. I want to say they started in a Legends book, and I just probably, yeah, yeah, maybe one of Maul's. All right, we'll have to do some research on that. Anyways, we'll, um, we'll figure that. Out. We've come we'll to the it. most important part of the show, I think. Um, I'm I'm gonna hijack this conversation right now and, yeah, yeah. and declare this uh, lightsaber corner. Um, yeah. yeah, lightsaber fight, baby. So, like, I love the fact that the the way that thought of you, Ahsoka. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> that Ahsoka found out, you know, the backstory of Balin and and um, uh, Hati were through their lightsabers. Um, and so we get a, a Hu Yang doing what Hu Yang does best. It is, they, they analyze the lightsabers and first of all, gives him top marks for lightsaber yeah. construction, which I thought was great. Um, and the designs are beautiful. I love, um, I love Hati's saber. It's, um, it's got like a new age, like polymer on it, but it really is designed very similar <laughs> to K- Kane and Jerris's, like where it has like kind of a hilt. It's like a Shoto thing. Oh, it's great, man. I, I dig it. But um, the, the big question for y'all, are the lightsabers red or are they orange? I don't know, man. They look pretty red to me, but everyone's saying orange. So I, I guess I'll orange, go with everyone dude. else. I think they're yeah, orange. I would say they're orange because I... I they're definitely not like dark red. They're not like they're Sith Ronin. Red. They're not Sith. Like I, yeah. it just yeah, it makes sense to me. me. It's the delineation that they're not they're not the dark side per se. They're kind of just swords for hire. But because they're cell swords, like I feel like they they have just yeah taken out people. You know, like it, it's they probably have a body count, and it's probably they're probably ruthless. And Shinhati yeah. seems like just ruthless, and this she's giving me clone vibes. Like the yeah. way she's kind of vibing off everything, and like I'm like, did she is she a clone? Like what's going on here? Is she like she completely is dark side or something? Like, the most expressive eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like yeah, she's a little yeah. hunched um, to her back too, and like yeah, it's she's like ready cool to kill character. anyone. And I'm like, that's yeah. like a feral. Then, beast. Well, I guess she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, and just she takes out a lot of Republic New Republic officers, but she doesn't. She doesn't kill Sabine, which is yeah. And it seems like, like on it's purpose. not a death blow, right? Yeah, yeah, in, on purpose, right? So, and I, I, I am feeling that she might betray Balin. Like there was, I think, a little bit, Ooh. maybe in Ep two, mm-hmm. episode two or something. I, there's something there. We'll talk about it when we get there. But like, there's a moment where I'm like, is she not do you like? not trust what Balin's doing with Morgan? Like, does she not trust this whole thing? Is she kind of see, see a different path here? You know, like that's... Well, yeah, we don't know what her reason for being is, right? Where if it's, it's to be to learn the Force and to become, you know, a Jedi or a dark Jedi or what Well, she you, finds out Morgan's a witch, right? In that yep. moment, she's kind of like, you're a witch. Like, she's the one who's kind of accusatory and says, yeah. like, you're a witch. Like... Hmm. Like that's interesting to me. I think is there is there why are you singling her out? Why are you 
raising yeah. that, you know, that to me, that's, that's kind of interesting. And I just think that they might be going somewhere with, with Shin Hati. Yeah. Cool. All right. That um, ends uh, yeah. lightsaber corner. Sorry. Anyways, that... final fight. Sabine fights those HK droids. She gets stabbed. Yeah. Credits. Yeah. Yeah. Whoopsie Daisy. <laughs> Credits. Uh, and you know, not to get too, too macabre, yeah. uh, on this, but just like we talked about at the beginning, it says for our friend Ray. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, it was rough watching that after literally watching was, someone get impaled and possibly die. I was just like, Ugh. yeah, like it just it was like rough, but I get it. Like you got to do it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was one of those things where like, Carly's like, well, she's not dead. I'm like, no, probably not. <laughs> because it's so, yeah. It's like, It'd be wild if they killed her. Right. But right. Um, spoilers yeah. for toil and trouble episode two of Ahsoka, um, which we'll go <laughs> yeah. now. So uh, first, just the name toil and trouble uh, is mm-hmm. from the wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. right? Uh, from Macbeth. It's from chant, Macbeth, right? Which is yeah. Hubble Bubble Toil and Trouble. That's from Macbeth. That's not a. Yep. Yeah. Double yep. Toil and Trouble. All right. Yeah. Something, I... something. Yeah. All right. Which is like, there's our witches, right? Because yeah. that's the witches of, of, in Macbeth. So, you know, we yeah. get our little there's huh. my, my wife, the the English major, was very. Saw that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Cute. <laughs> there you go. You're All a right. witch. Yeah. <laughs> We need a witch reference immediately. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so from episode one, episode two. Yeah. yeah so we go. see all our dark side um, villains. They get together on the reflex point on Cetos, which is like we yeah. get another. You, you got to really work to find the like planet names. Um, Cetos is in Deneb. Again, before that it's happens, cool. Sabine wakes up in the med bay. Oh, yeah. Or like a soap yeah, immediately. A yeah. Sabine wakes up. So we're like relieved. We're yeah. like, oh my God. Like, okay. Like, she's all right. But we all knew, I think, that yeah. she was going to pull through. But yeah, Cetos. Back to Cetos. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, before we do that, I'm going to keep, we're going to keep my, my new thing is we're going to keep interrupting and not letting Ben talk about Cetos. Uh, sure. I got some, I got some Sister uh, updates for you. Oh, nice. I'm curious. Let's go. Uh, first appeared in 1994, The Courtship of Princess Leia, uh, which right. uh, old book, old e book. Oh, okay. Which totally makes sense because now it's coming out in the Essential uh, Legends collection right oh. here. I think that's coming out next month. So, Oh, I, I hate when they release those yeah, things. They're so, always tied into stuff that's going on. I'm like, oh, you're ru-. like, I, I can see what you're doing there. But this is technically not the first on-screen live-action appearance of a night sister we have seen in Star Wars. Where uh... <laughs> no one's ever gonna get this one. Okay, wait, hold up. Mother okay. Tanzan? Did she show up as something? No, no. It's a retcon. They retcon the character as being a night sister. From a previous experience, that it's makes sense. in a cantina somewhere. Nope, actually, a pretty major character in something. <sighs> You're never gonna, I'm get never gonna get it. I never yes. gonna get it. No one's gonna get this. Uh, the Ewok, the bat, no, 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 no. The you're Ewok? thinking way too oh, like. Oh. You're thinking way too relevant. Uh, the Ewoks movie, the Battle for Endor, the main bad uh, guy is a witch. I remember that, and they decided re- retroactively that she's oh, a night sister of Dathomir. No. So see again. So I think we all have to watch the Battle for Endor for next week oh. and uh, do a review of it. I'm okay. Uh, you guys do that. Um, see, that's a perfect example where it's like, why can't like there be force sensitive Ewoks that are witches essentially, and they have right. their own witch sect? It just makes more sense. We don't all have to be witches of Dathomir. I'm just saying. No, correct. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Uh, so Cetos. Cetos. Which is yeah. Such a cool name. And that, I mean, like, I don't want to point out when the volume is being used, but those red, tre- those trees yeah. in the background, I was like, okay, clearly volume, but 
love the usage like love yeah. the yep. new yep. use it's like a forest and it looks awesome and it's just yeah, red and it black was cool that it all conveniently white. happened on the clip side there um that was <laughs> awesome but uh yeah no no it was so cool like i love that set and i love that planet it reminded me of the location from jj the second star trek movie where Captain Kirk comes running out of a red forest and then like down, a, like falls down a cliff or jumps down a cliff mm-hmm. or something. It was in broad daylight and it was different, but that might be the third one. But oh, yeah. maybe it was the third yeah, one. Then. Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Adam doing, but again, it's like, it's like, I, yeah. I just felt JJ Abrams vibes when I saw that red forest. Totally. Cause it's like any excuse to use red, do it. Yep. Um, in a bold way. What do we think about like the circular hinge of like stones? Oh, and just, like, I love a good hinge formations and yeah. the star maps and stuff. We love it. And, right. and twice on Sunday, I love a good henge. Yeah, it's dude, all the lore <laughs> stuff. Love a henge. I love a proper yeah. henge. You know, I it it. I mean, I know that's what they're going for, but when they when they show the scale of the galaxies and stuff, yeah. it, oh, it, it so is kind cool. of mind bending and breaking for a moment. I'm like, so why do I care? <laughs> yeah, why do I care about these little force users in this one little part, of one little galaxy in this giant thing? Which I'm like, I guess I should not think too hard about my life. Yeah, but like it's just like, yeah, I was just like, whoa, it is, it is pretty impressive the scale we're dealing with. Yeah, First time, so it's so cool when she shows them that star map and the galaxies and and uh, Balin's like, this reminds me of like a folk fairy tale we told mm, each other. Yeah, the, in path Jedi, the, the pathway to yeah. Peridia. And I was like, have we heard of this before? A Legends novel? or No, I, I looked it up. That was the only, uh, that's the first There's mention. nothing. Ben looked it up. There's nothing. Yeah. He, he says the Jedi remark on this, a sort of, and then even when Sabine, I think initially unlocks the map, she says she saw two galaxies and a pathway between them. And yeah. Ahsoka's like, where is this? Where did that planet, where's the, where's the reflex point yeah. basically? And it cut to Balin and Shin find it. Um, but, uh, that that scene where they were they show the pathway to the other galaxy i was like oh we're in for a ride this is going to be like interstellar we're we're going we're we're going on the the uh, eye of scion and it's like eight hyperdrives to yeah. another galaxy in the yeah. show or purgles like buckle up i know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, it's, do you think it's the Eye of Sidon? Did you look it up? Because I thought I heard Eye of Sidon, but Eye makes so much more sense. It's it's Eye, yeah. yeah. It I, looks I, like an Eye. Yeah, yeah. I in, it's in the uh, I saw it on the closed okay. captioning. Uh, <laughs> which card is it's like, cool when they slot the star map crumped about Eye of Sidon formation. That was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. we we get the whole thing, and I mean, they don't really say it explicitly, but I assume that this you know, place at Setos and that the, the death of Mirian, um, stronghold for knowledge. Like the tool is one that an ancient people used to map the path, the migration paths of Purgles. Like, it's not just like this. Okay. Let's get into this. You want to get into this now? This is going to be, this might be 30 minutes. Um, (laughs) so do we think this is like a Purgle route here? Like, do we think like this is a route from, this galaxy to the the other galaxy to Peridia via Purgle. Like yes. this is like this is the route the Purgles go. And so this this ancient it's a hyper these ancient lane. people from a distant galaxy who built this henge. These yeah. people rode yeah. the Purgles? Is or they at least mapped the Purgles. Like I don't know about rode them, but like okay. they followed their migration paths to give us hyperspace lanes. Yeah. They a hundred percent rode them. Don't forget how much Lucas loves to borrow from Dune. Okay. And the one thing we haven't gotten is the riding of sandworms. And so Floaty's right. like, oh, there's one thing left in Dune that I can, <laughs> yeah. I can take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
hyperspace worms. Yeah. Well, I mean, because yeah, they, builds. so in the end of Rebels, spoiler alert, I guess, sorry. Um, yeah. But I mean, so, the, well, so the way that. I mean, you need this. If you're going to enjoy the show. Yeah. yeah. So when, Rebels what happens there in Atmo, like, um, uh, Ezra traps Thrawn in this Star Destroyer. Um, yep. And I think it's the whole Star Destroyer, but like all the windows is it are the blown out. Is it the actual? Is it the? Or it might just be the bridge. Maybe the bridge. It's, a, it's giant, a bridge. Yeah, it's a chunk of yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and but like the windows are blown out. And I remember this from the first viewing. I'm like, wouldn't that like you can't go into hyperspace <laughs> with the windows down? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's over. I don't it's, know. You know. Like, but it's yeah. like so. I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of way that Purgles can sustain life or something. Unless the Purgles make a hyper stream where you can kind of not be affected right with energy that's effervescing around. Yeah, I mean, I, the problem is we're trying to like we're trying to add physics right, right. to <laughs> hyperspace travel because like I don't know. There's probably no atmosphere, but there's also probably no pressure. Yeah. inside of like because we're in between space literally. So oh, I'm guessing like that's interesting. You probably are fine as long I don't as they know, land. Now not my brain's not starting to break. That would be the problem is that they popped out in space, then they're then they're toast, right? But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I think it was kind of a, a good tool because it looks like imminent death. And then, but it's like, well, maybe there's a chance, you know, and they're, yes. they're still yeah. floating that there. Um, but yeah. What do you guys, what What do you think the, um, what do you think of the new galaxy is? It's just like another, it's just a galaxy, right? Just some other random it's galaxy. It's just a galaxy. Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't think it's going to be a fancy. I, I can't imagine it's weird because there's so much we don't know about the Star Wars yeah. galaxy, right? So it's just like I don't know what they could show me that would be weirder, like amazing, weird, or right? even identifying too weird to be like, oh, I'm definitely in that galaxy. Yeah, unless of course it's our solar system. <laughs> I so it's really funny because they yeah, show no you all the other galaxies, and I was like, should I look too hard to see if I can identify the Milky Way? And I'm like, no, I don't want to see it if it's there. Please don't show me yeah, that. You yeah, know, I don't. Like, I mean, we know yeah. it's out there somewhere, but like, I really hope we're I not going to see like Shinhati in Detroit. You know, no. Well, it's a long time ago, right? So, <laughs> yeah, oh, right. So, would yeah. definitely. I, do I that. mean, you could do a spoiler alert for Battlestar Galactica. You could do Battlestar Galactica yeah. rules where. We're actually, you know, seated by Star Wars yeah. people. But I, I, I have a feeling I almost have a certainty knowing visual designers that in that whole star map where you see all the other swirling galaxies floating around, that one of them will be identifiable yes. as the Milky Way. Right. Which I'm like, all right, fine, I guess, yeah. like whatever. But it's just weird. I don't want to yeah. see it. Don't show it to me. I expect that the stuff you guys are talking about. I expect it. I'm like, of course, there's going to be these little off kilter references to the Milky Way, whatever. Um, I feel like this galaxy. I mean, like there's some lore to there. Obviously, the glyphs we see, like the mm -hmm. people with the black eyes, like that yeah. could be maybe the Zephyr. You know, Go ahead. Be everywhere when we get to this planet, whatever it, <laughs> it is. I guess um, I guess the only thing you could show me that would blow my mind, which is not uh, this is not a recommendation nor a desire, but the only thing that would go, whoa, is to be showing me the Yuuzhan Vong, right? Because it's the only yeah. extragalactic threat we know. Don't do that. Please don't show me that. But that would be the only thing that would actually have a register. Yeah, or me. the Grisk, right? That's the canon version of the Yuuzhan Vong, which right. we haven't seen kind yet. Kind of, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. We've, I mean, we've Could seen be. them in the no the uh, Thrawn novels, yeah. uh, trilogies. But yeah. what if you do, like, in Andor, we recently got a lore drop from... Luthan Rail, where he give when he gives Andor the Sky Kyber, and he's like, "This was Sky Kyber 
given to us in the time of like the Rakatan invaders. Oh. And like when he said Rakatan invaders to me, I was like, does that mean that they're extra galactic and that they basically invaded the galaxy? Like after the Republic was established, mm. you know, mm-hmm. like the Republic viewed it as we reviewed the Rakatans as invaders. Yeah. And, but again, the glyphs don't point to that though. Like I, I think Polony's more forward thinking. I think whoever, yeah. I, I think the glyphs are a big key here. I think like wherever we're going, it might be more reflective of what we've seen in the glyphs. I kind of love that you gave me an idea there, Grant, because it's like, what if this galaxy views all of these people, the Ives Ion and I assume, you know, uh, whatever um, Ahsoka and Sabine are following in, if they're not on the eye themselves, like as invaders themselves and like get met with like this resistance and then it could start an intergalactic conflict um, or a galactic conflict. Um, I, I think something here. like the Yuzongvan could work theoretically, yeah. though. Even though it's not something I like wish for, it's almost like it would be cool if like both Thrawn and Ezra didn't stand a chance on this planet, and they were immediately like sort of like driven into thraldom and sort of like captured by this like ruthless yeah. force. You know, almost yeah. like that would be it would be cool because then they both don't have the edge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because I'm I'm keep thinking of a scenario where I'm like Thrawn is always going to have the edge on Ezra. I just don't know why, but it just feels like that's just how the story dynamics mm-hmm. have worked so far. So it's like No, you definitely could. We talked about that yeah, before. You could have know. a very much an escape from your penal colony <laughs> banded together. Yeah. Good right. guy, bad guy having to work together, which could be interesting, right? You definitely could do that. Yeah. Which, yeah, that which, could work. Which, which, by the way, the one thing that we didn't talk yeah. about is like they're not doing the storytelling that we thought or we were told they were going to be doing by probably not a very good with source the time of jump. With the time jump. So now we know, well, we don't know. There could be a flashback episode, but it seems yeah. to be suggesting that we're going to spend eight episodes in this timeline, which really opens up the amount of storytelling they can do with this. And you could have a, it'd be much easier to put a Ezra Thrawn episode. In the middle of yeah. this somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would like that. I have a feeling a prison yeah. break or yeah. something. That'd be cool. Um, I would like that, but I have a feeling we, we don't know anything about this like conflict between Sabine and Ahsoka. And I have no. a feeling we're gonna like flash back and sort of see some of that. Yeah, I think that's point. a good call. Yeah. Um yeah. Because I feel like they just they kind of like done it. played it like we're I over kinda it hope now. we don't like see we're it. back as Me Padawan too, but, Master but, uh, Yeah, I it's just it was something that crossed my mind. It's gonna be the thing that I hate the most, which is like just have a conversation, <laughs> like just yeah. talk it out. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing is communication, yeah. right? I think, or like, I, I don't know. Like, I get they're she's they're not super open with each other, and so really bad things happen. Like the map gets stolen. I, yeah, so yeah, maybe right. as we progress in the story, another like we're as the audience. This is this is actually really great for the story because the audience is like thrilled by like, Oh no, something horrible is going to yeah, happen yeah. because they're not some yeah, body code. Like they're not connecting. Just, and you're thinking again to how they have that friction or how that past relationship. It's already yeah. been established. I, I don't think we need to flash back to it. It's almost like now I yeah. know something bad could happen in the, in the 11th hour or the time of need. And it's like, I'm going to be worried as an audience member and that stakes. And I think that's wonderful. Yeah, and so I'm like, that can also resolve because that. I am so sick yeah. of, Bad master, bad apprentice dynamics. We've gotten it in almost everything. Like, can we get a good master and a good apprentice? And I hope that's what this is leading towards. They're both learning from their mistakes and learning each other. And they're going to end the season being simpatico, right? But that they have to work through this. And there will be an ultimate loss Mm -hmm. or something. My guess is, I don't know. Can I get a dismemberment from someone, please? Like, not like horrible, but like, like we haven't. No one's lost lost an arm in Star Wars in far too long. Let us lose an arm. 
Balin Skull or Shinhati might get that. You might get that. Right? Order, so like, and again, I'm not like wishing harm on fictional characters. You know what? No, I am. I am wishing harm on a fictional. Yeah, you are because it doesn't yeah. matter um, because it's fictional. But like, I do think Ahsoka, if she cut your arm off, she would like nurse you back to health though, and like make sure you're okay. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Anakin would just leave. I don't know. I don't know about she's, that. She's done a lot of damage over the years, but her body yeah. count is high, real yeah. high. I mean, I guess it's um, mostly droids, but yeah, it's droids. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think she's. Yeah, I guess back. she hasn't killed anyone, has she? I feel like she's a utilitarian. She's always trying to do the most good. Like when you watch Clone Wars, she's yeah. like, we have to. It'll help. be. Like, I have to do good. I think a people. lot of storytelling will happen when we get her actual. Like we have, we got her first confrontation with Maroc, but like when it actually turns deadly or close to deadly, right? I think we're gonna get. It could be really interesting to see how she handles it. Will she do the Cal Kestis route? which is one of my favorite things in the beginning of Jedi survivor where he's just trying to remind her who she was before. Remember that, that scene where he turns, he gets the, the sister, the, the, uh, the, uh, the inquisitor at the very beginning of that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like telling her you were this person and then kills her. Right. This amazing. Oh, like, remember yeah. You were this. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. So I want to forget a bit of that. It's just trying to bring her back. Um, do we want to do Maroc talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes is it is it maruk or maroc i'm going with maroc because it's not like talk but it's probably maruk yeah i thought they i thought they pronounced it maroc what do um what did i write down here m-a oh i that's a turoc okay. but yeah i Turok. think it's maroc maroc, maroc yeah. probably um because you're both saying that yeah i mean wild choice so inquisitors were under right under vader and, yeah, haven't existed Emperor. for a, a decade five at years? this point. Five years, I yeah, think. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, this is a, yeah, because a, we're nine ABY. Right, and Return of the Jedi was five ABY. So four years. Right. Thank Technically, you. they Thank would, you pro- I mean, they exist yep. as no, long right. as Yeah, yeah. yeah. As but still, but, you know, five years, yeah. yeah. And still donning the, donning the helmet. Still wielding the blade, the dumb yeah, lightsaber. The yeah. yeah, it's like when I think of Inquisitor, I think of Maroc. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. whenever I think, or I think of Grand Inquisitor first, but then I quickly, you know, it's Maroc because yeah. she's so iconic and jumping around with that lightsaber. Yeah, and very um, Arthurian knight, right? But like very lithe and like able to move. But the armor is like you know really cool, like face mask. Um, knows they're outclassed by. Ahsoka Tano instantly <laughs> like, so, fights and then like cause a distraction yeah. and runs away and like you know that's so it. you're bringing up an interesting point Ben because you're using they them right which yeah. I think is the appropriate but everywhere on Wikipedia they're using masculine pronouns him he him and I'm like I'm trying to I didn't remember reading back if, if they use that pronoun or not if he said like he is or him does it, either of you remember yeah, that I don't, I don't remember that. I thought he was an alien I'd be yeah. not, I thought he was a not yeah I, not, I'm with you like I don't why would like I thought he had three fingers uh, in the show. I'm He's assu- definitely humanoid, but I don't know. I'm assuming non-human because they'd have to be, they'd be extremely old and they are bouncing around a lot. You know, I mean, I guess. But yeah. again, Zeb had like three fingers and they gave him human hands. Yeah. And, um, yeah. The show. And Mando, oh, so it's like they've kind of just human that made yeah. their humanoids more human. In yeah. Well, it's easier to do. Uh, less, yeah. less cost. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the obvious reason, yeah. but it's, but it's just like, is Maroc going to be anyone? Is kind of what the internet is now going nuts about. Uh, if I was going to guess, it might be, um, what was her name? The uh, Miralon girl that that like sabotaged the um, yeah the sabotage in Coruscant. Um, is it? But uh, 
Is it begin with Ferris Ophi? Ferris Ophi. As like yeah. Bar- Barak yeah. Barak. Uh, I thought it was like the acolyte, like Kiva from like Shadow of the Sith or something. Like that. Then I was like, nah, it's. I don't Shadow know. of the Sith. Oh, yes. That book. Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, that's later. And we also are behind uh, on a book, but I don't think it's going to tell yeah. us anything. Right are you talking second. about Red but Blade? The, yeah, the Red Blade. I've been yeah. reading that. Yeah. We, I don't we, know we, if I told oh, you nice. that. Hey, 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 we're talking about an Inquisitor and we haven't read it. An Inquisitor book. It's, it is not her. Yeah, I, I no, assumed no, no. it wasn't going to be. Uh, it's absolutely not because it's so that whole book is based off really two characters, but one main character from two issues of Charles Sewell's, which I went back and read mm. that. Um, oh, okay, and it was cool, just cool, like cool. middle of the 2017 run. It was uh, episode uh, issues 19 and 20. Yeah, um, and that's it. That's the only that you meet them, and in two episodes they give this great story about this character. You know, they they actually say a lot in very um, short amount of words. Um, yeah. And I don't want to spoil it, but I'm just I'm gonna just tell you right not, now. Not. It's okay. definitely that's not all. Her. I just want confirmation that's not her. That makes sense. Fair enough. Um I wonder what happened. What did you um, think of Corellia and our return to Corellia? Oh, that was great. And, uh, it was cool, right? Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. Like we're going back here, the shipyards. Yeah. Um, not a oh, great we actually went you know, there. management policy with the new republic, though. They they definitely did not oh. use ZipRecruiter. No, you know, they <laughs> well, I, it's hard, right? Like <laughs> just kept the old staff. Yeah. I, you know what? You're an ex-imperial, stay on yeah. board. What's the worst that could happen? And then Min Weavers, the supervisor, is just like, Well, what can you expect? You know, I mean, like a lot of these people are ex-imperial. Like, this is this is how we do also, things, you know. Whatever. That actor was just like just playing it casual and i was like that actor a great actor a great character actor in everything the second i saw him like yeah. that guy's an imperial yeah yeah <laughs> and so this was like full metal like andor right like yeah. it was very it was just like that one andor episode where you're in the like things and you're dealing actually there's a couple right oh no well, it's very this is no, Mandalorian. season three season three mando, mando it's yeah. and that car is like did, did that happen to mando or andor and i'm like mando mando and she's yeah. like oh that's what we're doing because we also came to a realization of half of season three of the mandalorian is just a prequel to Ahsoka, yeah, and that's why that boot that that season felt so disjointed to me because it was half doing the service to set up Ahsoka and half moving uh, the Mando story along. Yeah, which is yeah. nice when you I thought go- it was brilliant. I think that's I like that story. Uh, I, mm, pretty, I thought it was clumpy. pretty smart in terms of that story direction of like set up like push the Mandos to, to the point where they retake their home world, but also push the Thrawn mystery at the same time. Like I. I thought that was smart in a lot of ways. Yeah. And the, the Shadow Council and Pelian and like putting Pelian again, I think like the macro storytelling, I think people don't give Lucasfilm enough credit for this. I think like the macro storytelling that Filoni's yes, there's more doing, going I think on. is yeah. superior to what Feige is, has been doing over 20 years. You know, it's like I love the MCU. I'm a huge Marvel fan. Like I'm I love all the movies. I watch it all. It's great. I just think like that formula post-credit scenes. Uh, constant sort of like, I don't know, just like, I don't know, sort of like featuring best of stuff that characters just pop on to other storylines and and just appear for, a, you know, a short stint. Uh, I don't know if it's as good as sort of like what Felonia and Favre are doing in terms of like seeding big concepts. Right. Like yep. Pelion and the Shadow Count. That's a big yeah. thing. Like we're setting up a awesome. massive yep. part of the Ahsokaverse. <laughs> the, yeah. you know, that whole thing in in Mando. Like to me, I think it's I think it's something to look at and examine. Yeah. I like so Ahsoka said a, a term where she said, um, I think it was from the first episode, this is the last grand admiral, which yeah. is Thrawn. Which yeah. was a, a big 
uh, storyline in the th- original Thrawn trilogy we just read right. where they're yep. like, oh, well, we there was 14 and we thought we had them, you know, sort of there. But like she's confirming he's the last Grand Admiral. So the Shadow Council is below that. They're just considered warlords, but they do have sectored off the galaxy. So they've got that going for them, which is nice. Um, do we want to so come back to this? Um, and we, we did come back to the story a lot. This is a, I mean, there's a couple of big action pieces, right? And uh, Riv Weaver, you talked about the falling out. Um, Chopper is uh, we we finally get some oh, Chopper in there. Yeah, we finally get the chops. I mean, we get yeah. we get full on Chopper. Like like yeah. I thought we were gonna kind of like reserved like live action Chopper. Um, okay. Uh, I I like Chopper. I think Chopper is is having a conniption. Is, is fine. Like short circuit. Really? Not, not your favorite droid. Not my favorite droid, especially now in live action. And like what? Carly's like, Carly's like, what is this thing and what is going on? I'm like, that's Chopper. Don't Wait, worry about oh, it. I, I find this it is so wild because that's two out of three now out of our group. It's like, I, again, people love this droid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm this one of them. Great. This is Dave Floney voicing the yeah. droid. I, I have never been a no. huge chopper proponent i've never been like i can't wait to see what chopper Chopper can be used correctly and very incorrectly and like i was kind of fine with him for a little bit but they cut to him in this episode in my opinion way too many time for reaction shots and i'm like to watch a i was waiting for him to dab let's put it that way like to watch a watch a droid like do (laughs) he not he did like he did a muscle flex flex. that's exactly yeah I know. Oh, it's you guys. Cartoon. Ben, it's ben cartoon. Ben, do not yes, So the thing with Chopper that's a fun game is that like yeah. you can, if you listen really hard, you can understand yeah. what he's saying with context. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, so that's always a fun thing. So you can see if you try, they cut back to him. Just for obvious to me though. I'm like, oh, I, I know exactly what he's saying. Isn't that fun? But it's, he's just so erratic that it's like, I can't even focus on what's happening in the moment. I'm like, what? What's happening? What's the mission? I know, but he's like, he's like, you moved my. He's like, did you move my stuff? You moved my stuff. He's like, where's my stuff? And he's like, going through, and she's like, knows exactly where it is. He's like, oh yeah, it's right here. But it was like a great comedy beat of a droid that you can't get a lot of the times in the heat of action, and then the um the motion where he like winds up and throws it like that's like very classic. I, I adored him in the comic. There's one where he all he wants is a new leg. And it leads to this very important mission. It's like the droid episode, but it's a very I, important I episode. Didn't, that is a very funny because that's also where you get um, AP5. What's AP5, which is my favorite droid. Can we get AP5, please, in the series? Yeah, I'm a big um, B2 yeah. emo fan. Uh, yeah. so. B2 emo's <laughs> ill, man. They're all great. I'm a big, I'm a big uh, you know, uh, I'm going to stay here inside yeah, in my charging yeah, totally. dock. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I love Chopper. I thought that was because I felt like he was perfect. It, it was like in live action, he translated perfectly um, from animation. Uh, agree to disagree. Well, no, actually, I think you're correct. I think I think what I think <laughs> the takeaway from this is if you like Chopper in the cartoon, you will like Chopper right, in the right. series. If you did not like Chopper in the cartoon, you probably won't like Chopper yeah. in this live action. <laughs> that's a series. good translation. Yeah. It's it's. But I welcome. That's Chopper. why I agree with you. It's a good translation. Was it needed or necessary? We can debate on that. Um, <laughs> he did. He did kind of turn up the volume on that scene, though. So like, he he does have a power to him too, where it's like, you know, if you're if you're chasing a ship and you're trying to throw a tracker on it, it's it's cool to see Chopper sort of like. Yeah, I yeah. I think my biggest issue was how many times we saw Chopper. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm gonna get off this very divisive <laughs> subject. <but Yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll I gotta use I gotta use more. I wanted to see him rolling around um, on the ground. I also like, will I say, like, get him out of that starship. If this is like it in this series, and we get this one chopper scene, I might come back and go, "This is great." Does that make sense? Like, 
like but if we get if we get like a three minute comedy routine every episode of chopper i'm gonna stick my stick to my yeah. guns probably but if it's just like one and done i'm like oh that was cute that is, was a is good... hera going i don't think hera's going man she's too important yeah. going. like she's only in half the conversations in yeah, real life i think we might be she, yeah. done she's with in general hera at yeah. this point and might check back with her here or there but i think i think her storyline's kind of somewhat complete yeah, she's the general well, on home one that's she's like the leader of both who yang, who yang going, definitely man. going oh that's yeah, yeah. Definitely going. but that's important. the thing i was gonna say is that's what we talked about earlier just like bumping bumping up against leia and luke i mean luke we know is yeah. off doing his jedi doing his building his thing wait, wait and leia is okay. probably off Can on course there for a second wait yeah yeah wait, why isn't who yang at the temple like prepping for like i don't know how much luke is taken from old stuff what temp oh luke's temple like why isn't is is if I is this something to no I think not? it's a worthy it's like, question I think Luke built his own okay. he did it by himself it was his own thing I'm I think he's more I I he's more like brick and mortar like really basic like whatever like back to nature Jedi as we saw him yeah. is this yeah so is this saying overtly that Luke doesn't want Hu Yang and sort of the twenty five thousand years of Jedi history that Hu Yang carries. In his new order, he wants to start oh. from scratch because That's he kind of believes mistake. that the mentors of the past. Yeah, sort of maybe. Right. Didn't he know how to, to restart it himself. Darkness. Right. Rebuild yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, listen, it makes sense. And I, I stand behind that. But it's just like who Yang so cool. Like, just I mean, like, he doesn't need to decide, to, you know, design the Jedi, the new Jedi order. But like, can't. You don't have to do what he says yeah. either. It's just like he's, he's not going to tell you knowledge. about Jedi doctrine and be like, he's not annoying. Happened. It's like, it is a yeah. Like he's not constantly getting in your business or in your way. He's just there as a depth of knowledge. Oh. He's a he's there as your your consigliere, right? Like provide you with the information. Yeah, and so when you want make a decision. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't want a David Tennant RNG. droid? I know I do. Right. Right. I know. Don't you? It's like he's going to go out in this, this dangerous mission. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah, I'm maybe, scared. Maybe please. not yet. He's the Jedi. He's basically the Jedi Order in a lot of ways. Like, simple. yeah, it, he's kind of too valuable Jedi. to do it. So it makes me think that like Ahsoka found him, and Ahsoka's keeping him to herself. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like, like they're, you're mine. They're buddy. Like, <laughs> office, like hasn't told Luke, or he's on loan from yeah. from you know Luke loaned him out you know for this mission. Who knows? Like I don't. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all the stuff that they could be doing. I, that's why I'm still not holding out hope, but I think there's still a possibility we get some flashbacks because like, yeah, how did they get to Hu Yang? How how related to Luke's school is Ahsoka? We know she's been there and we don't know why she was there, but she was there, um, you know, so. Yeah. What, what's what's going on with all that? Like, what has Ahsoka been doing for 10 years? Yeah. You know, plus all 10, questions. years. Um those are things that like if this is going to be the Ahsoka story, I feel like that's essential, but you know, maybe they'll save that for comics or something. Um, but uh, there's always, always that, but um, that's great. So we got, um, we get to see a super star destroyer hyperdrive. That was fun. Right. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. And apparently they're collecting these things and it gets stolen, put in the eye and um, they're off to the races. But as you know, when they're sort of arresting all the, um, the, Imperials. Empire loyalists, Ex-Imperials yeah. Area. Yeah, oh yeah, great, great Jedi line. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was just sort of like, how can they all? How can they be loyal to the Empire? And um, I think it was it was Ahsoka said, "It's yep. not loyalty, it's greed." Greed. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, good. oh, that's a good, good meta Jedi term. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a good meta term. It is, but it's a good, good Jedi, right? It's a good Jedi of just understanding human behavior, right? Yeah. Just very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how can you be still yeah. loyal to this guy that you know sold out mm-hmm. the United States? Government. Right. It's like, yeah. oh, wait, yeah, it's just greed. Yeah, that's greed. Simple um, as that. Cool. Definitely. 
Um, and then we get yeah, we awful. get the uh, the recreation. We did get the scene that was teased in um, the uh, trailer, which was one of the final scenes of uh, Rebels, where uh, Ahsoka goes to the tower on Lothal um, in right. front of the moved um, mural of the Rebels team to pick up Sabine and go to the inflection point on um, Cebus or whatever it's called, uh, Cmos. Cetos. Cetos. Yeah, that's the exact. That's the basically the mirror yeah. scene yeah. from Rebels. One thing's right? missing. And it's just they just changed the robes out. There are no Gandalf robes. Yeah. It's now just like brown. Yeah, the poncho, poncho I, I could so, say is close enough, but they they left out the Gandalf staff. The staff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which is like a weird thing. It's like, well, they got a we'll be back at that lookout I, tower. So just because we'll she's done that once, <laughs> yeah, doesn't, doesn't mean, mean she, she do doesn't do it again. Like who knows? Maybe on this quest, all she gets is the staff. You know, if we're yeah, doing Indiana yeah. Jones rules, and that's gonna, and she comes back one more time, and, and then she brings Sabine back on as her Padawan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But by that final, yeah, statement we get the actual Padawan, Padawan, yeah, yeah. Punch, which Sabine punches it. It's so exciting. We have not got a master and apprentice story in a long, long time in Star Wars. We didn't really get much of it in the new, like, in the new trilogy. We got a little bit, right? We got a little bit of Luke and and Ray, but. The similar, I mean, similar amount that we got in the original trilogy, but like the last time we got real deep ones were in the prequel trilogy. So it's exciting, you know, to to get some master and apprentice time. Yeah, I think you know cool. we talked about that as a pillar back when we were on Core World News. Um, it was master and apprentice, and I think that's something that Filoni appreciates. Like I, you know, more than anyone, I think Filoni like wants to check all those pillars off. Like he's like, this yes, isn't a Star yeah. War until we do these like eleven things. Yeah. And um and he's doing yeah. all of it. Um it's 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 a lot though. I just for the show and for Kevin Kiner, I want them to settle into a style. Like it feels a little mm-hmm. patchwork, like they're trying to do everything everywhere all at once. Um, yeah. But uh which is cool. Like I, I mean, I I'm feeling them all, but it's like it still needs to be its own show. And yep. um and like whereas like Andor was super stylized, like that's the extreme of stylization, probably. You know, I, I want this show. Like, I, I think it would yeah. elevate it a little bit if they were like, "All right, what's the real overall feel of what we're doing?" I think this might be where Filoni's um, relative lack of experience in live action might be showing off a little more. I think he's a wonderful director, and I think he's yeah. really good. And we talked before about letting a scene breathe, which I think so many directors forget to do nowadays. I'm glad he's yeah. doing that, but I feel like part of it might be that he's still himself trying to figure out tone, right? Like, like figuring out what his tone as a director is and what as a showrunner is. I think it'll get there. I think now that we're off to the races, like these two episodes, like I'd see other thing I was talking with Carly is like so much happened in these episodes, but we're getting a very linear, clear story. Like yeah. we we're chasing a MacGuffin, like, right? Like that's all we're doing really. Like yeah. we're just, you know, and, and so I think now that we have that is hopefully we'll settle into, into right. a tone. What is the yeah. show? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I do admire the setting up of two, you know, duos, yes. right? the Balin Skull and Shin Hati and then the Ahsoka and Sabine, because that's a new formula. I love the idea of two sort of mentorships going, mm-hmm. you know, fighting each other, basically, yeah. and seeing, you know, who which duo does better is kind of that's going to be fun to watch as a Star Wars story, because I think a lot of the times it's one master and apprentice and then, you know, yeah. 
evil dark lord yeah. or like you know it, it, it's one one sith lord they have to fight it's never like you you never do duo v duo it's it, it, yeah. it's cool and have like I cross-cutting like between those two lightsaber yeah. duels would be fascinating yeah right? like that'll be cool. and very lucasian yeah and it might be very smart to do that as a star wars story yeah. just given that we haven't really had that yet so i guess you get it in the phantom menace to an extent but i think it just dis- i guess i guess in all three prequels to an extent you you are getting the dark side master and apprentice relationships yeah. that are constantly being hinted at but i like it just how much time yes spend yes with yep. and yeah i think that's what's interesting we've had just as much time between sidious and maul in in <laughs> that movie than we did in these two episodes of this one yeah, series more, there's still six episodes to yeah, go yeah, right like, exactly. so yes yeah that's what's cool. yeah 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 actually more you're right yeah um yeah, really fun. I mean, we could start pontificating. I wonder, like, how they're actually going to get out there. It's hard to believe they're stowing away on the eye. Um, if they, you know, it seems like you need a lot of hyperdrive capability to get out there, and you can't just whip that up out of nowhere. Um, unless maybe they appeal to the New Republic, but I can't imagine them doing that for a whim. But maybe, right. I mean, they, it could open up more into, like, you know, the Galactic or the New Republic military, and we meet um, Leia and Mon Mothma. Um, or um uh admiral akbar or something um yeah you know and they're like yeah we're gonna and you know we have this ship that we've been working on or something but i don't see that happening i think they're gonna try and diy it but the the other opportunity could be the world between worlds which i think is sealed off at this point and i don't think and it's under it's buried under a million pounds of of i mean that that entrance is right. Like it seems yeah. like there's multiple entrance points, so they could technically find another one. But like, maybe that might be the only uh, entrance to. Are, are Sabine and Ahsoka not going to hitch a ride on that? I think I think they're going to yeah. hitch a ride on the I, eye. Yeah, I think that's the number yeah. one biggest possibility because they're heading because to that plant to the the uh, system of Deneb. Um, yep. Uh, and and the the Cetus inflection point, but uh, reflect point. Uh, but it's also a star. You can almost make it a pillar. You can almost make it a pillar of Star Wars, an infiltration of a base. Yeah. Right. And also, if we're if we're talking about, you know, samurai film, right. and we're talking about Kurosawa, the infiltration of a base is is right. is there. Right. right. Hidden fortress. It. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right on. Right. We're definitely going to go though. Right to this. Oh galaxy. yeah. How can you? Yeah, just I think so. Say yeah, I, think so. I don't think we're going to spend a lot of time there. I don't think we're going to do a lot of exploring there. But I think we'll land on a planet in this new galaxy. Wait, so the planet from the Heir to the Empire trilogy, where the Yasalamari are, it's not. Is it the same? Is it? It's not the same planet. It's 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 a different planet than um, where Mount. Yeah, is. it's a different. It's not. It's not, Wayland, it's not yeah. Wayland. Yeah, it, I can't remember what it's it is. But it's different. So it could be right. We could get that. What if they just repurpose that planet and yeah. sort of like throw it out in the other galaxy? And that's the way Thrawn has the edge on Ezra. Is he, there's creatures there yeah. that negate mm. the force, and that's it, that's an angle I haven't seen oh. yet. Is honestly, we have a lot of the um, of the sort of the, the nameless or. Um, whatever it's called in the High Republic, oh, dude. Um, you guys, you just we have that creature. Right. We have like all that stuff going on. Right, right. But it's like I haven't seen like negate creatures that negate the force and sort of like. And that's Ezra's whole deal is like connecting with creatures. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a way to bring in the, the the that creature, basically the creatures that the highlight of the Heir to the Empire trilogy. That that mm-hmm. like why not have Ezra connect? But like when he connects with them and negates his force, and maybe all there's right. an interesting dynamic that that happens there like to me that's cool like it, it, to me if they repurpose that planet and put that in that other galaxy that would be a cool idea because then that's where that thing that's always around thron's neck is because he's obviously grown close to that creature yeah, yeah. i'm gonna take that a step further and suggest 
maybe the Star Wars galaxy is the only galaxy that has the Force. And the reason why the like the mm. force is weaker in the unknown regions is it's like further away from the core, you know, Whatever for the the, the chiss, yeah. like where they it sort of wears off when you turn thirteen. So mm. I think when they go to this new galaxy, there will be no force at Just all. Just cut off from the force. They're totally cut off from yeah. the force. Yeah. And then because that makes sense with Sabine, it's like suddenly her training and her Mandalorian armor makes her a lot more valuable, and it's a level playing field for all of them. Yeah, it also it makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense yeah. why Ezra would be stuck out there. He wouldn't have the force to rely on. Right. Yeah, and then Ahsoka's still yeah. really powerful, having been a general or yeah. a commander in the army. Yeah. Yeah, and if they yeah. did do a thing where it's suddenly there's a galactic war, they could do the same. The most scary part of the the Yuuzhan Vong is that they're immune to the force. Um, right. If they were infiltrated by by a species outside of it. Yeah, they're just dead spots in the forest. You can't even feel them. Right. You can't even see them. Yeah, well, until until uh, Jason oh. figures it out. Hmm. Yeah, right. They've definitely set up Sabine to sort of like get good and beach in a yes. hot tier. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort yeah, of yeah. set up, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like completely the. There'll be another here. draw, and then there'll be a then there'll be a successful. That's um, my guess. Yeah, um, I do wonder if uh, this is. Honestly, I think back to Rebels and I think back to the Loth Wolves um, in season four. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I think about Filoni and I think about what he might do sort of like with animals, animals or with yeah. creatures yeah. in the yeah. storyline. And obviously Loth Cats, I mean, he really hangs on the shots of the Loth Cats. He's really, he's really explorative when it comes to the creatures yeah. that are yeah. inhabited world and so and like i love horse that. creatures and like that. the bendu right like like, yeah. I, right. like we had the bendu right. and then like we almost got something like that in episode nine with the eye of the webbish bog i want to start a petition to give us the eye of the webbish bog <laughs> please but like i <laughs> well i want to i, I want to make a theory yeah. that might play into that yeah well, go for it because i wouldn't be surprised uh -oh. if you did something like that yeah go for it well firstly what was your guys's read on the loath wolf in rebels like what was did you guys have like a okay i know it's kind of a uh, a broad sort of mystical spiritual sort of part of the story but it's like did you guys did you guys think that wolf or like resembled you know anything or some symbolize I, I anything think he, i mean again i'm gonna give you the boring like reception to it where it's like i, I think Filoni Filoni really tried to stay with the sort of like mysticism and sorcery vague mysticism, vague mysticism yeah. that surround yeah. wolves and so, like, even when it was, like, there was a wolf called Doom, and, like, Doom even sort of uh, spoke to Ezra and told him the things he needed to know, it wasn't really, it wasn't, like, really um, Caleb Doom, a.k.a. Kanan Jarrus, in that wolf, like, speaking to him like a force ghost, but it was, like, his spirit like vague spirit was in that like created the wolf to All like right, communicate so can i can i can i push back on sure, that a little bit that's just my read on present it. another not even push yeah. back on it i love that idea i think that's i think that's actually my was my general idea for a long time and then i i thought about it and i think i rewatched that episode like you know a year ago and i was like is the wolf like kanan's master like is it deepa balaba is that mm. is is she the one who keeps saying doom and keep Maybe. keeps protecting 
dragging I, his friends to safety. And his reincarnation is the Maz Kanata line, not a throwaway thing. Or do you see the same eyes? eyes yeah. I, is there yeah. something going on? Is Snoke's eyes connected to Luke Skywalker? Like, there's so much stuff I look at all the yeah. time as being my type of fan, which is like, I need this weird. If I need the cloning stuff connects, I need it to connect. Like if this, if this reincarnation stuff, I need it to connect. Like I need some of the spiritual and dark science stuff to kind of have an overwhelming quality to it. And like part of that to me would be like, I always thought, you know, given the scene we see in Bad Batch, given we see how, you know, how much Diva Balaba cared for, for Caleb Doom yeah. and not Kane and right. Jairus. And the wolf keeps saying doom. And then the, I think the first time that like Princess Monoke shot of like seeing the wolf pass by and like guide Ezra to safety, its eyes are like the same deep brown as Deepa Balaba. Oh. Whereas like later on, they big yellow Sith like pupil that's weird. And it's like, doesn't even look like it doesn't look the same after that. But that first time, I urge people to go back and look at that. Um, I, that that's sort of stuff that I look for. And I'm hoping yeah. that like, there is a deeper spiritual. I, and I love that. And I think it's truth. also now I'm going to take your deeply spiritual read on it and, <laughs> and layer on top of it. Midichlorians. Um, no, layer on top of it. Um, uh, canon necessities. Mm-hmm. Um, because here's the thing. We have set up very specific rules about force ghosts in the Star Wars universe yeah. for some reason. <laughs> Right, where basically you have to learn how to do it, and only a few people right, and, people. and you couldn't do Force Ghosts in that storyline because they yeah, happened before. Right. So, but you could do speaking through animals to... or slight reincarnation. Yes. This is how yes. you get around <laughs> these things, right? So, right. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that, and that it just yeah. makes sense because that's the organic force ghost, right? Yeah, you know, because yeah. there's like organic yeah. Sith ghosts somehow too, or as organic as they can be. Uh, what do they call them? Phantoms? No, wraiths. Yeah. Uh, wraiths. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Wraiths. And they yeah. sort of like haunt an area, which I love that. And, Me too. Uh, but, I really wanted that yeah. in episode nine. I wanted the haunted I mean, Death Star, but whatever. It, you kind of get it with the convoy. Like when <laughs> yeah. the daughter dies, she sort of her spirit mm-hmm. sort of inhibits, right. you know, it's, inhabits it's... the convoy and and helps them. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like it's not yeah. like, hey, Caleb Doom, it's your master. You know, like it's just sort of like I'm still an animal, but my spirit's in here, and and it's and it's it's still you know it's doing what I've yes. always done is protect and guide yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To me, I was like, oh, it's like a perfect fit. I don't know. If, I, I don't know if that's a theory that's out there or not. Mm. But it's like to me, I was like just watching that and watching the Bad Batch intro again. Yeah. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I think it works. The wolf. I getting like there's a deep connection between the yeah. wolf and her. And Even if me. he's not doing exactly that, which I think he is, he's doing something similar enough where it's like a light enough hand where it's like. It's, right, right. Yeah, and it can be totally sort of like spiritual yeah. and interpreted in a lot of wrong. ways. It doesn't have to be. That's that's thing. what I think is key, right? It's exactly that. Is he's doing that? He's doing again very Lucasian of just like this can be read in multiple different ways. There's not a clear like this is what happened, this is what happened. But I love it's only in the scene where you first but, see it. I think, but I love that interpretation, that, Grant, because I can't think of anything that would refute that. Right? That says that is not possible, right. and because of that, like I love that idea. Because next time I watch that, that's a hundred percent. They're going to be in my head next Do time I watch it. And I, I, Tell I, me if I'm crazy or not. I might it adds insane. depth. It adds a lot. And and, it, and that's the way Star Wars works so beautifully because you add these little things in and you can build them out through the EU or through other storytelling and it still all just works well, just together. Like the, the wolf was a big missing component for me. I was like, what is the wolf? I was like, thought about it for years. And then like, I was like, I need something to like at least substantiate, yeah. you know, what the wolf is so the show makes more yeah. sense to me because it can't be Caleb. It can't be like, Kanan dies and like a wolf. somehow yeah. like psychically goes back into the wolf. Like that doesn't make any sense. So like I had to do yeah. some I think it was yeah. a different wolf that came up to him then, but 
That's true. Um, Maybe it was. I think. Too. And then there was, you know, and there was like one wolf was one that was sort of gave the instructions. Do, do we get a loath wolf in this show? Like I was always hoping that like a loath wolf was going to block Sabine because I know <laughs> in Rebels at one point, I think Kanan's like driving down that same road. Oh, yeah. And then a loath yeah. is like right there. Just right there. And then yeah. again, this is another, this just, I think, supports my theory that I was just like, it's trying to stop Kanan. It's trying to connect with Kanan. I don't, I mean, those wolves protect Lothal and Lothal's in a good place. So I think we've moved on. And, and yeah. to sort of honor. And I think we're also. Yeah. yeah. To honor what yeah, Nick Powell said is like, this is not going to be Rebels. <laughs> Even though we did. Will Ezra get back to Lothal and pet that, give that cat some scritches? Oh. Like, oh, maybe at the end. Force willing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I was thinking of Meg a lot when we were watching the when I was watching the beginning of it. I'm like, oh, Meg, I'm sorry, because <laughs> it yeah, started yeah, really yeah. feeling like season it was Rebel season, season five. But they, Let's yeah. go. especially because we've gotten not as much of the titular characters I thought we would get, yeah. but I think we're moving towards that direction as as it now that we've moved away from Lothal and the and Home One. I think we're gonna have a lot of yeah, a lot of time with Ahsoka and Sabine. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. cool, man. Um, um, can I play into my last? Theory I want all. Your, I was about to theory. shake you upside down, and so all your theories came out. So yes. Okay, this is the final theory here. No, I want um, them all. If there's more, bring them. So in the way that the Loth Wolf operates in Rebels, could we get a creature that operates in a similar way that maybe is connected to Anakin or something? You know what I mean? No, like Anakin uh, doing some good way to communicate to, to Ahsoka to, to Ahsoka through to Ahsoka. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I'm I'm stuck on Adams <laughs> saying a, a Dathomirian witch is gonna like resurrect his body, or or his spirit, or his oh, spirit, right? like, yeah. spirit, yeah, like to keep in a, in the a, dead, like the distractor and in a way. But I don't know. I I mean, he can he can come back as a force ghost. We know that he's yeah. capable of doing that. He's he has in canon done it with Luke, and so yeah. we could just get it straight up. Well, because right when Shadow of the Sith, I think that book we read, Luke goes to like has a force vision where he's on Exegol. Yeah. And then like, Anakin, oh, right. Yeah. Like, he does. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And that was on a distant world, you know, in a far off galaxy. Like we are now once again, venturing to an ominous and distant place in a faraway galaxy. You know, we know Anakin interacted in that fight against the wraiths and that obviously could have been a force vision at the same time. I think it is yeah. supposed to be, but it's, I desperately want that. You know, we, we talked about how like the half unmasking happened twice because it's such a good beat. Um, mm-hmm. and it kind of needed to be done, but I, I would love, you know, we haven't seen post force ghost Anakin and yes, he didn't complete the training and she mentioned that. So that leads me to believe she hasn't seen force ghost Anakin yet. Um, no, but she has had yet. his confrontation, her confrontation with Darth Vader and him there, yep. you know, but maybe there's, she's in a tough place and, and, um, she needs catharsis with, with yeah. Anakin. That would yeah, be she, she does. That'd be an amazing scene. I think she does. I think that's the last thing blocking Luke her got it. really oh, is, is, is working through. And I think at that point you get like Omega level, like Ahsoka, yeah. like true Jedi master Ahsoka. That's, that's going to make her like, maybe Anakin master. comes back and says the Jedi were not wrong. I was to her. Yeah. Yeah. And reinvigorates her. Yeah connection to the, wow, Jedi. the Jedi were wrong is the thing <laughs> that's the thing uh, I mean yeah they were and again like I think this is the biggest flaw in Star Wars is that their most heroic band of peace you know keepers are basically thought of as like you know asinine for their decision making yeah. and like <laughs> and their dogmatic rules and it's like 
again, I, I wouldn't be surprised if in long term Star Wars does something to remedy that. Yeah. Like honestly, like I wouldn't be surprised if that's big long term initiative is like, let's actually restore like the idea that the Jedi actually knew what they were talking yeah. about. And like they were only clouded by the darkness because the the, the light side they were keeping together was so fragile yes. and they're so yeah. It's so difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, something that, that sort of shows that they were right in a lot of ways. Because, again, you, the argument you're making is like the argument, you know, I'm like one against a million in terms of that argument. That's like, the, that is the common, like the Jedi did not know what they were doing. And they were not thought of as just lawful good, right? They were thought of as kind of like chaotic good yeah. or like, I don't know. There's there's bad masters. There was yeah, like neutral even. Uh, they didn't free people. They didn't free I, yeah. slaves. I, like there's so I, I think much, we're showing so twenty problems. years of a of a of a twenty five thousand year history, like in the twenty years yeah. at the end of it. You know, so it's hard yeah. to not think of them that way. And I think that's why we need things like Dawn of the Jedi and New Jedi Order and things like that to show us the true yeah, potential of the Jedi. Stuff might do. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. be like you remember Jedi and how heroic and awesome they yeah. are, and why Luke. What do you think Luke's idea of the Jedi? was during his evolution to me i think he's thought of them as like his source of inspiration his mm -hmm. like singular source of inspiration for everything he did and it was like and what did that do it saved the galaxy yeah. that's like, true i don't know what else to say right. other than like he, he tried to embody like, what yoda and obi-wan kenobi <laughs> would have wanted yeah. from him based on very few lessons and yeah. avoiding his father's pitfall yeah. and that was enough you're right yeah that was enough yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just trying to emulate the doctrine in whatever way he could he Save the galaxy. I, lo I love that, Grant. That that makes a lot of sense because it preserves it rather than just being like having you know Ahsoka go the full Qui Gon path and just be like the Jedi were all wrong. I have it right. I yeah. need to restart. Like she's just sort of like, no. What are the like lessons I can actually take? And I mean, yeah. I think that scene could happen, man. I think he could just be like, listen, I wasn't the teacher I should have been for you, and yeah, I yeah. was in a dark. Yeah. Yeah. I think she. I think that's neat. And and I'd, yeah. I'd love that confirmation of like he was really gone to the dark side in attack of the clones and i've said this a million times it's not new stuff but agreed like, you can yeah. tell by his lightsaber by the way it's pretty much darth vader's lightsaber with like a silver <laughs> like you know by so, the hill uh, you can tell right there <laughs> um but uh <laughs> yeah no and then like you know and so he could he could own some of that and just be like no nah, yeah. i was you know you you were the 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 greatest but um you know i, I had plenty of faults some humility yeah that anakin finally Mm -hmm. I mean, don't judge the mistakes, my mistakes, or don't judge the Jedi by my mistakes, yeah. right? Like, mm. and 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 that's the thing. Like, I mean, she only ever had a dark side <laughs> master in a lot of ways, yeah. which is wild to think about. And and that's the other thing that she could he could tell her, right? Is like, I had already fallen yeah. by the time you yeah. found me, and yet you were this bastion of good. Like, what does right. that say of you? That like out of me came you is like like how can you be this good right. being trained by, well, by a so this fallen is, Jedi? This is why I mentioned that early is I really feel like she was trying to emulate Obi-Wan and not her master. Mm -hmm. Like it was like yeah. if you watch those first scenes like in the uh the T six shuttle, she's like where she's mm -hmm. interacting with uh Hu Yang for the first time. You know, it's it's very Obi Wan Kenobi to me, like Sir yeah. like episode, yeah. you know, Clone Wars or episode three. And if she's like, I, that's probably something she's dealing with where she's like, you're right. Like she's beating herself up. She's like, my master was the worst. You know, he was yeah. like supposed to be the chosen one and, and fell. And like, I can't be like him. I don't trust the Jedi, you know, I mean, but I'd trust Obi-Wan because he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, that's interesting because like, she has like two things of guilt going on at once, possibly or two two feelings that could be negatively impacting her. The first is like, well, 
I was trained by this person, so it must be inside me too, right? Like that, that, that the genetics is destiny type of feeling that some people have. The other thing is just like, also, I was so close to this and I never saw him falling, right? And couldn't help him. So like, not only am I, am I tainted by this, but I also didn't save him, right? So it's a rough path. Yeah, right. If she was still with him or still in the order, she could have helped guide him along the right path, right? Yeah. 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 I mean... Great, great yeah. moves by the emperor there to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, even if that's not true, I'm sure he's taking credit for it. Um, all right, I think we've got, I think we've got this, guys. Anything else that, um, if I once I hit stop, I that you want to talk about that you're not going to talk about now? No, I think, I think, I think it's everything. Covered I really it. don't have anything else like final theories. Or anything. I, I got nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't. I just think it's going to go in a lot of wacky ways. You guys are giving me some clarity. I'm definitely seeing. Lack of the force, maybe um, yeah, galaxy on galaxy battle coming down the pipeline. I think those would be exciting, um, yeah, or possible. Uh, I'm not really sure, and I'm still hanging on to my flashback theory because I kind of there's a lot of Ahsoka story that we don't have right now that I think there is, is yeah. very interesting. But you can't cover ten years of Ahsoka in an eight episode series that's trying to move forward. So, yeah. what if Ahsoka goes back in time and becomes the first Jedi? <laughs> There, there it is. There's a, There's that's a pretty big. Yeah, I got nothing to stop that. That's the end right there. Yeah, she's like almost there, and then just gets sucked out of the story. And she's like, oh, hmm. yeah, so close. I'll try again. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be wild. Anyways, I think we did it though. I don't All think right. there's much else. Well, to um, yeah, yeah, that's it. So this is coming out on Monday. You'll be able to watch episode three uh, tomorrow, I guess, if you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tuesday night. They're sticking with that nine o'clock yeah. uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I'm loving that. Yeah, premiere. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, you get yeah. it in prime time on a Tuesday. That's really nice. Um, yeah. We might have to rethink when we're going to release episodes for this though, because I feel like we're the mm, last people to talk about the, these episodes. We're a catch-all. Yeah, yeah. we are. We'll see. Yeah, um, but um, all right, awesome. Well, everyone, you've been great uh, for listening and/or watching us. We really appreciate it. Um, super fun. We will uh, see you uh, next week. I suppose uh, next Monday, uh, if not sooner. Um, mm-hmm. Talking about Ahsoka episode three. Um, yeah. So this is. We'll, we'll see you then um, for another episode of Cantina Chronicles.